Yo, 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 yo. I hope we don't get hit for copyright on ridiculousness. <laughs> Dude, why did I think that was the fantasy footballers intro? No, I think that's how ridiculous but it goes. Yeah, it does. It yeah, is ridiculousness. Yeah, you're right. But what? How does fantasy footballers go? It sounded very similar. Like you tickled my brain somehow. I tickled your brain. Yeah. Ooh, brain ticks. <laughs> Love a good brain tick. Um, so I know this is early in the episode to hop into, but it just hit me and I want to talk about it now because right. it had me fucking cracking up, dude. The newest episode of Dave. Haven't seen it. Oh, dude, it might be the best one of the season. I'm not going to say anything. All right. Yeah, dude. It's hilarious, dude. It is hilarious. It's like awkward humor. Mm-hmm. So I won't, I won't spoil anything, but they get stuck like at a fan's house, one of his fan's house for like the weekend during a hurricane in the deep South. And they're like a very like conservative, super religious Jesus family. And obviously like Dave and his crew are like from like Philly and LA and all this like super like liberal. And it's just like, so uh, like the best awkward comedy, the whole episode, dude, it's so fucking funny. Let's go. Maybe uh, I'll watch it this weekend at some point. It, uh, I think it might be my favorite, favorite episode of Dave. Your favorite one ever? Out of, out of all of them, yeah. It was good, dude. Maggie and I were laughing the whole time, the entire episode. Just dying. Ever, ever? hmm Yeah, Lex and I, um, because we watch Secession together, and because of, like, our work hours, we, we don't really get to watch shit that much. So when we do watch something, it's usually Secession first, and then we'll get into Dave. But usually after one episode of Secession, she, she's sleeping, so. Yeah. Or half of one. It's funny with Maggie. I always like gauge if she's got like an episode of something in her. Like we watched the show called Chicago PD. That's like our go to together. If yeah, yeah. we're not caught up on Dave, we watch Chicago PD and I'll be like, you want to watch PD? And she'll like look at me and I'll be like, you got like 35, 40 minutes until you're knocked out. Like we won't make it through an episode. She's like, yeah, you're right. I'm so good at gauging like how sleepy she is, dude, just by her looking at me. Lex is like. Out of nowhere, she's asleep. She looks good. And then it's like, oh, she's sleeping. It's like no in yeah. between. <laughs> no. She's chilling. Like, she's chilling, doing stuff. And she's like, all right, I'm going to come sit down. Like, she's got, like, energy. And then she sits down. And then, like, the TV comes on and the lights go off. And she's like, yep, don't sleep. <laughs> Yoink. Uh, two episodes ago of Secession, she fell asleep for the last, like, maybe, like, 20 minutes or something. I'm not exactly sure. But she missed like the the ending bit, and she was like, "So before we watched, we watched one last night." And she was like, "Oh, like how did the ending go? Like what happened?" And I was like, "Fuck, dude, I don't really remember." I was like, "How about this? We will watch the recap, and then like if you have any questions along the way, I'll fill you in." And she was like, "All right." Um, so then we watched like the recap at the beginning of the episode, and. She was like, is there anything else I need to know? And I was like, honestly, bro, they fucking nailed it. Like, every important, <laughs> like, storyline, like, every piece that, like, builds up to the ultimate storyline, like, you saw it all. Um, and she was like, all right, cool. Um, and then, like, at the end of the episode, I was like, dude, that recap was so clutch. And she's like, bro, I know, like, she didn't miss a beat on the storyline. Like, <laughs> even, like, an argument, like, like that came up in the recap. Um, then it like that came back to, again in this episode 
um this was like dude like down to every detail i was like money you guys nailed it dude those recaps that they do in like before the show like the episodes nowadays are dude yes because like i watch so i consume so much shit like so much shit i don't remember anything i don't remember dude what do i I don't even remember what i watched last night but i watched it yeah i don't remember anything so the recaps are like all right you're gonna hit me with like the important storylines for this episode so you're like oh yeah okay like i remember all this shit and then like you you can like link together stuff like with mandalorian it helps so much because i always yeah. watch it bake too <laughs> yeah dude and uh like, Mandalor- right, right, I'm gonna smoke mandalorian's and watch a show that also has like i feel like a lot of filler episodes so it's like not every episode is something that you're gonna remember like oh that was like a banger or, like that was an important yeah, part yeah. of like the overall storyline a lot of it's like side stories and missions and stuff like that that's what this next one's gonna be Next Mando, yeah, just yeah, Mando yeah. and Din Grogu bouncing around the universe. Yeah, I don't know why, dude. And it's like obviously, like oh, oh Baby Yoda's cute, blah, blah blah. But when I see Baby Yoda, like him just like moving or like ca- cooing in an episode, makes like melts my heart, dude. Like absolutely, just gets me. I'm like, that is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. But in reality, he if I saw cute. that in real life, like walk up to me, I'd probably punt it and run away. What the fuck is that? True. Yoda's the ultimate Jedi. Is he a Jedi? Yoda? Yeah. I he, baby Yoda or, or Yoda? any of them. Uh the the species, whatever that species is. Um Do they well, all have not the every No, not every species okay. like like not every Yoda has the force. Every Yoda species has the force. It's just like okay, the Jedi okay, like then Grogu so far if he and, but it's the same way that like old ass Yoda is. Um they just like Oh, hey, the, well, back it up. Why did we... What with the shade at Yoda? <laughs> well, yeah, that's my bad. I know he's, probably, was, still, he's yeah. probably still not even that old for one of him. <laughs> he's dead, fool. <laughs> Is he? Yeah, bro. When did they kill him? <laughs> Yo, he dies in, like, the second Star Wars movie ever made, bro. Oh, that's tough scenes for Yoda. <laughs> um. Anyway, Grogu, it's like... He's always, like, doing shit for... um. Like, that's only good. Like, he doesn't ever use his powers, like, for evil. Like, he's always like, bro, I'm just straight chilling, but don't fuck with me. And, like, he also... Was a, he was a Jedi before, like, the show. Like, those Grogu flashbacks. Was? Yeah, those flashbacks that happened this uh, season where he was like... Remember in Episode 3? Not Episode 3 of Mandalorian, but Star Wars Episode 3, the movie, when Anakin kills okay. all the fucking Padawans and stuff before he turns to Darth Vader? Yeah. Yeah, Grogu was like one of those Padawans, and he escaped with the. Remember that episode where he escapes with the guy with the purple lightsaber? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who that was? Interesting. That guy? No. That was the guy who played Jar Jar Binks in Episode One, but like he was Hell the guy in the suit. Yeah. It wasn't like Hell Jar Jar Binks' yeah. voice. <laughs> I was like, I forgot to tell you that. I was like, Hell gonna love yeah, that's what dude. I'm he's gonna about. love that little uh, secret fact. That's good shit. See, this is why. I should watch things with you because I didn't realize that I thought they were just like, all right, we're going to make a story about like these species. Like we're going to make a story about this Mandalorian and like these species. I didn't realize that they were connected to the movie, like in such a close time. Well, every star Wars like movie, pretty much every show that's not like, you know, an animated like short or something like that is canon to the story of star wars so everything's gonna connect it's like marvel yeah that's true yo by the way seth rogan's coming out with a movie and it's teenage mutant ninja turtles 
And I saw that you sent it to me on Twitter. Yeah, versus DreamWorks. They're not like that's not how they're sponsoring it, but Gru, the bad dude from Despicable Me, is the vi- one of the villains. And Megamind, I don't know. He looks like one of those booberry like cereal guys. I don't know yeah, what he's head. from, but he's got he's big blue brain, dude. He's got um, a mega mind. He's got a mega mind, and I guess he's evil. I don't even know what he does, but those are the villains, and it's like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle boys. I guess they're gonna mess him up. Yeah, I saw they're gonna mess him up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they're gonna do. How do you know they're not just gonna sit down, have a nice talk, and pizza? Because they all have weapons. Yeah, well, a lot of people have weapons. They don't go around messing people up. Well, the other people are evil, so they're not just going to be like, you know what? Yeah, let's just have a quick little combo. Perry the Platypus! So they're going to have would... to mess him up. I, uh, Dr. Doofenshmirtz from um, Phineas and yeah, Ferb, yeah. you know how he always had like the weapons where it would be like some ridiculous word and then innator? Innator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this meme the other day, <laughs> and it was like somebody had like a ridiculous take on like the Knicks game or something, and I was like under the thread, and someone just replied with a picture of Dr. Doofenshmirtz shooting a ray gun, and it just said, the shut the fuck up, Innator. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yoink, That's that awesome. meme's mine. <laughs> uh, dude, that Phineas and Ferb was a great show. Yeah, I saw. Would you put Phineas and Ferb on like a top five cartoons list? Um, maybe, probably not. But not not counting like Family Guy or Simpsons, not adult cartoons. No, 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 like, no kid cartoons. Probably yeah. not. But they're like, prop. They're it's definitely close. in my top, top, 10. top ten. Yeah, definitely in, top, in my yeah, top for ten. sure. They might be in my top five, but maybe not. They might be a fringe top five for me, like a six or a seven. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're easy top ten. Well, let's see. I'm a big fan of uh, Fairly Odd Parents, so they're probably well, that, no, no order, but Fairly Odd Parents, I'll definitely put ahead. Um, got to put SpongeBob ahead. SpongeBob's got to be ahead, and Rocket Power's got to be ahead for me. Um, I don't know. Name some more. What do we got? Like I think Danny Phantom. Like I fucked with Danny Phantom. Oh, um, dude, I'm I don't. Going... But I don't know. If, I don't know if that goes before Phineas and Ferb. I fucked with Phineas nah. and Ferb too. Ah. It, it would be close, but I gotta I gotta put like some old like Scooby Doo's in there for me. Scooby oh uh, Scooby Doo for sure. Um, I big I was a big fan of Looney Tunes and Tom and Jerry like those old. Me school too. Cartoons, I really like, like Looney Tunes, so I like Tom and Jerry, and I liked Cat Dog. Oh, Cat Dog was good. I never really watched that one as much as like some of the other ones on Nickelodeon. Like yeah. um. I like uh, Hey what Arnold. Was the one? Hey Arnold. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Hey Arnold, yeah, the football I like head guy. That one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That one was good. I always wanted to like live in Hey Arnold's like spot. His he yeah, had a dope spot. ass room, dude. He has a sick room, and I was always jealous of Hey Arnold of Arnold's fucking room. Maybe we can go visit him. Um, for me it would be. I watched a lot of Jimmy Neutron too. I yeah, like that was Neutron. for me. Jimmy Neutron was good, but for me, that was just like, uh, if it's on, then I'll just keep it on. You know what I yeah. mean? I'm not gonna like go out Dexter's of my way to watch laboratory, it. The laboratory, the oh, laboratory. Oh, dude, that's Ed a good Eddie. one. Eddie, classic. Uh, Code okay. names, kids next door. I wasn't really fucking with that one as much. Oh, I love that one, dude. Fuck, top ten cartoons might be tough, dude. I don't. Even... Yeah. Number one for me has got to be SpongeBob, though. SpongeBob, Scooby Doo. Tom and Jerry, uh, probably f- maybe Fairly Odd Parents. Um, 
And then that's a solid top four, dude. Some one of them from Cartoon Network, probably. Oh, dude, you know what one I loved? The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Oh, dude, that one scared me. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, oh, no, wait, wait. courage scared me. Courage, courage yeah. was the scary joint. Yeah, courage, yeah. I, the I remember cowardly the Grim Adventures. It had the, the Grim Reaper and it had the two little kids. Billy and Mandy. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Billy's dumbass? <laughs> Yo, Billy, Billy was, was dumb so fuck, dumb, dude. bro. And Mandy was just a bitch. <laughs> but it, that's like same deal with like Ed, Ed, and Eddie. It's like same deal. Just dumb yeah. as fuck. Just Didn't they so... have a bitch sister too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> dude. Yo, you know what? You know what show was so out of pocket? We didn't Everybody has a it? bitch. All the shows are about a little boy and they, they all have a bitch older from, sister yeah from our or, like the cartoons from our generation you're so right it, dude. like fairly odd parents yeah. like babysitter but same thing yeah except for spongebob that was just having a dickhead yeah. neighbor <laughs> yeah there's a dickhead neighbor squidward's bum ass um like dude greedy oh, ass balls what was i gonna there was another one um oh um the house of imagined blues Something oh, imagination. That yes, one was dude. good, dude. Blue's House of Imaginary Friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Money, dude. dude. That's a good one. There was a video game for that one, and I used to play it all the time, too. I really fucked with that show. Mm-hmm. And that was like, dude, that was one that I would just watch and just be like, I know, like, what am I watching? But it was always so funny, dude, because, like, the characters yeah. in there were literally just... One of them was actually the big red basketball, tall basketball guy. He was yeah, yeah. a character based off of Wilt Chamberlain, I'm pretty sure. I believe that. Kind of looked like him. <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain's just a big, tall, red monster. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it works. Didn't he have, like, one really short arm and one really long arm? <laughs> he played so. basketball. <laughs> he was nice, bro. He's a hooper. Yeah, he was a he was a fucking baller, dude. That's a um, good one. Yeah, Billy and Mandy was one of my favorites. Uh, that's probably my fifth in my, in the top five. The yeah, four that you pro- had, and then Blue. That's probably my top five. Blue, yeah. Damn, and that then was, it's probably and then it might ass. be Phineas and Ferb, and then Danny Phantom. He's a phantom. He yeah, is. they're. Uh, Dude, that that Danny Phantom. If we're ranking like their intro songs or theme songs, he's probably Ooh. in my top three. He's up there. Fairly Odd Parents is up there. Fairly Odd Parents is classic. And then I yeah. think SpongeBob, dude. SpongeBob might be the most iconic cartoon theme song ever. Probably. You hear the "Are you ready, kids?" You already know, dude. You know what's aye, coming aye, on the TV if out, you're, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> and then the oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Oh, uh, dude, have you ever seen the episodes of SpongeBob where it's like Patchy the Pirate, or like it's like live action for like a few scenes? Yes, yes, dude, yes. those used to freak me out as a kid. The one with the gorilla, it had like the live action yeah. gorilla in it. <laughs> yeah, they always looked whack when they did the live action. Um, it was like, what? This is out of nowhere, and you're kind of freaking me out, dude. I if like you the haven't... pizza one and the oh, the dude, Squidward was... Krabby Patty one and Snowballs. <laughs> The snowball fight one. Dude, I'm telling you, if you haven't gone on a recent, like, Spongebob binge at, like, like our age, you have to. Because it's way funnier than, like, you, you, you like, think back, you're like, oh, yeah, Spongebob. But you watch it as an adult, dude, and it is so much funnier. <laughs> I didn't realize this you until think, a few years ago. You think I could just make my kids watch the same shit that I watch instead of putting my kids in front of whatever the fuck other people are putting their kids in front of? 
Yeah, you can. I mean, you can pick now. Yeah, dude, you don't have to be like, oh, whatever's on TV. Busy, is Sponge Busy's on the Netflix, right? Sponge Busy is on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, that's fine. I'm using yours. Yeah, that's where I w- I've been watching it. And they got, I like watched the uh, the pizza delivery one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, it was when him and SpongeBob, when him and Squidward were like arguing or whatever. And he's like, uh, they're like walking through the sand and Spongebob starts singing the song, Krusty Krab Pizza. And he goes on for like 30 minutes and then he stops for a few seconds and just goes, Krusty Krab! Krab, (laughs) (laughs) I was sitting there fucking dying, bro. I was like, bro, I don't, like I always knew Spongebob was funny, but now that I'm like older and I don't have like the mind of a child, like this shit is just so much funnier, bro. We watched um a little bit of Full House when we were in Fort Lauderdale. And that shit had us laughing, bro. It was like it was it's just funny. Like it's still funny, still hits. Oh, dude, those are the best shows when you can just like not watch them for a while. Like that's kind of what I'm doing with Rick and Morty right now, the new season. Like I want to go through and watch the I haven't watched it in so long, probably like three or four months, but I want to go back and watch the episodes from last season and like because I don't really remember much of them. I remember just, like, how the season ended and, like, major points of the season. But yeah. I'll always go back and watch and, like, catch, like, small jokes that, like, I forgot about or, or shit like that. Um, Rick and Morty, uh, I, I hope, like, they stay I hope they're, like, on a family guy type of shit where they just stay around for, like, 20 years, dude. That would I'm be wild. I am not ready for that show to end. I'm going to be so upset when that show finally comes to an end because that's like one that I just have enjoyed every single episode of. Yeah. So Royland is out. Yeah, apparently so. But I mean, with what AI is doing and impressionist nowadays, dude, it's not going to change at all. He doesn't write any of the shows anymore or the episodes. Oh, really? I mean, dude, when Rick and Morty first started, I think he he did the two interdimensional cable episodes and then he did Pickle Rick and like one other episode. But those were the only episodes out of the show's entirety that he actually wrote. Like at all? Yeah, out of, out of all of them. Most of them were Dan Harmon writing and then like the group, like the team of writers that they have for the show. And then Justin Roiland was just doing the voice acting. Hmm. He was just so a co-creator, really but Dan Harmon, yeah, they don't yeah. really need him, but like because he was mostly just doing voices. That's the thing, they though. Just need like, somebody with, that can do the voices. Yeah, but with his, a lot of his work, it was like off the top of the head, and like just a true, lot of like stuff true. like a that. And you're not improv. gonna, yeah, you're not gonna get like his sort of style of improv that you might have gotten if he'd stayed. Interesting. So you think Rick is gonna change a little bit? Um. No, I don't think it's going to be noticeable change. I think if anything, like there might be less like burping. That's about it. That sounds good to me. I think sometimes it's OD. What the burping? Yeah. Yeah. When Rick burps, you know, he's like really like he's about to get into some shit. If he's burping while he's talking, bro, you know, he's about to like either fuck something up, go on a binge or like do some crazy like something with Morty, like experiment with Morty. That's most of the episodes. I don't know. I feel like Rick and Morty's gotten off to a lot of like, like we've learned a lot about Summer and Jerry and Beth, like the whole Beth's clone story now. Like, yeah, I do. I do low key miss when Rick and Morty, like every episode was just Rick and Morty going on crazy space adventures. But I've also like appreciated the, the storylines of like the other characters in the show more. 
Yeah, it's probably better for their growth, too. Yeah. So I'm saying, stay around for another fucking 15 years, and we'll get all the fucking Morty and Rick, Rick and Morty space adventures we need. That's true. Never-ending adventures. Yeah, I want another interdimensional cable episode, dude. Those are the best. They're like mini episodes. <laughs> they are, bro. It's and they're, they're so like... random and unhinged. <laughs> yeah, that's why they're so good. <laughs> All right, we'll tell, call them up, dude. December apparently is like the like start this... of the new season. Well, it hasn't been announced yet, but based on the trajectory of the last few seasons that have come out, they're thinking like it'll mm. be like end of fall, the speculators. Early yeah, which is fun because I always like getting a good like uh, Christmas episode in Rick and Morty. Yeah, dude, I I honestly like a lot of the Christmas episodes are good. Just say. the holiday like, themed like ones in general. Not like only Rick and Morty. Like I feel like most ep- most shows have solid Christmas episodes. Oh yeah, I don't know why that is either. Like what that makes no sense. Like I, it's maybe just it's such just a like big the deal. feeling they do of the like holidays. One a year or one every couple years. Yeah. So then they're like, all right, like, let's go all out. Let's make a dope-ass Christmas episode. Uh, speaking of Christmas episodes, the Guardians of the Galaxy ho- holiday special was dope. And um, Guardians 3 comes out in two days. You going to go see it? Um, Maybe. I think you should. I can give you a maybe. It's supposed to be like the biggest uh, Marvel movie since Endgame. Apparently, I I did see that, but I mean, hey, good way to get your ticket sales up. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's what they say about most of them. But I feel like this one has the most as a Marvel fan who knows the storyline. This one has the potential to be the best movie since Endgame or Spider-Man. The last yeah. Spider-Man. I don't think I've seen the second of Guardians of the Galaxy yet. Probably. Yeah, you probably got to watch that one first. I mean, the stories don't really connect, but they kind of do. Yeah. Maybe I'll I'll just go see this one, and then when I watch the second one, it'll make me appreciate this one more. That's true. The second one uh, is regarded as the best one so far. Well, then, fuck, I watched the poopy one? No, the first one's good, but the second one was just better. It did better in the, in the box, like in the theaters, too. How does the first one end? Uh, The first one ends, I think, when they meet... Um, What's her name? The green chick. They meet the green chick. They meet the green chick. Uh, Somebody's sister is trying to fuck him up, trying to blow the planet up. Yeah, it's her, the green girl's sister, I think. It's been so long since I've seen the first one, dude. I don't know. The second one. um, Well, you haven't seen the second one, so I'm not going to say. The second, second one. Second one's good. First one, they're going around. I think they're like collecting like the like stone, something to do with the stones. Yeah, and then the one guy almost defeats them, and then somebody like basically sacrifices themselves to save them, or something like that. I think you've seen the second one. I think you're talking about. I'm the describing one. the second one, right? Dude, yes, I've seen them both. I'm, I'm money. <laughs> I'm money, dude. Let's the second go. one, it's, it's Quill's Quill's dad. Remember, he's like the Quill god. Is. Quill's uh, the the main character. Okay. 
And remember, the his dad is like the god who like is the planet or whatever, and they fight him oh, in the end. See, see, see. And then Quill's stepdad, the the bounty hunter, like risks his life or like gives his life to save them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the second one. Second one, that one's funny as fuck. The All part right, where the, the part the where the bounty there. hunter guys like Yon, I think his name's Yondu, where he's like holding onto the jetpack guy like raccoon's tail and just floating up. And it just cuts to him like floating up. He goes, "I'm Mary Poppins, y'all." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's why I like the Guardians, bro. It's like a comedy action comic movie. Yeah, like shit. Shit is funny in those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's it's g- good action and a good storyline, but they also like build the comedy into it like in just like within the scenes. They make fucking yeah. jokes and shit. The Marvel movies that do that, dude, like uh Thor Ragnarok does that really well and yeah. uh, like a, a few of the old Avengers movies do it well and it's like when it's not forced, but it's like perfectly timed and just like one-liners. Dude, money. Like those are like that's that makes fucking, for the best Marvel movie. Uh Iron Man, Tony Stark's bread and butter. Yeah, yeah, a lot of it is is literally just him. Uh, there's this one unscripted scene from one of the Avengers movies. I think it's Age of Ultron, where he like walks into the ship and there's like a team of like an Intel team of like thirty people, like all on their computers and stuff. And he starts talking and he just looks over, and goes, "That guy's playing Galaga." Thought we wouldn't notice, but we did. And then he just keeps talking. <laughs> and apparently, like that was unscripted. Like he just did that. It wasn't in his script, and they kept it in the movie because it was just so perfectly like to his character. That's awesome. <laughs> that guy's playing Gal- and then the scene ends and you see that guy is like sneering over his shoulder and like flips back to his computer and Galaga just pops back up <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit like that's that amazing. dude is what makes it that's makes awesome. those movies so good <laughs> that guy's playing Galaga thought he wouldn't, <laughs> we wouldn't notice, we thought didn't. we wouldn't notice but we did <laughs> and then he just <gasps> bloop, 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 and you just see the little dots of Galaga <laughs> Bro, speaking of Galaga, the record store that we took you to when you came here was selling yeah. all those old school arcade machines on the back wall for like $300, dude. Is that a lot? No, that's dumb. Dude, they've probably, you could probably sell those for like thousands of dollars because they're like old school, like antique. So did you buy one? No, they didn't have the one we wanted. We were going to get the Mortal Kombat one. Well, like, if you're they had flipping Mortal them, Kombat there. who gives a shit? I wasn't going to flip it. What the fuck? Do you even know me, bro? <laughs> I just wanted well, it for my house. Why wouldn't you? If you were going to get a Mortal Kombat one to keep, why wouldn't you buy one just to flip? If you tell right. me you could sell them for a thousand bucks. I mean, I probably could have. I That seems like it. an easy <laughs> 700 bucks. Well, I walked in and I was like, listen... I saw them all for sale, and Maggie and I have played the Mortal Kombat one a bunch of times because they were just in the back where you could walk up and play them. Mm-hmm. And um, we saw like the first sale sign on all of them. We're like, "Oh fuck! Like three hundred dollars? Let's get the Mortal Kombat one." But they had already sold it that like two hours before that. Damn. And I was like, ah, "I don't really want any other ones. That's a bummer." And then she was like, "Yeah, it'd be kind of hard to find space for it too." And I was like, "Oh, I'd find fi- I'd find space for it somewhere. I'd-, I'd hang the shit out the window if I had to." Hanging out the window, boss. Yeah, bro. Get a little fucking cover for it so it don't get rained on. That'd be pretty cool. I would like a pinball machine. Pinball would be sick. I like pinball. Pinball would be sick, dude. I would so, yeah, never go off that thing if I had a pinball. I wonder how much the average pinball machine goes for. you probably get a shit one. You can get a shit one for like five bucks. <laughs> little plastic guy. <laughs> little, little tiny guy. <laughs> 
Oh, speaking of, dude, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Premium Pinball Machine by Stern. Guess how much? Um, five grand. Twelve grand. Woo! There's a Foo Fighters limited edition pinball for fourteen eight. Uh, all right. There's a Star Wars pinball machine for five. Oh, $599? Oh, I see one for $5,099. Star Wars. That's like a rich person investment. Like, when I'm 65 and I just want to blow, like, 15 grand on something, I'll, I'll buy a pinball machine. They got a Led Zeppelin pinball machine for 7 Gs. I saw that. The white one? That one's clean. Yeah, dude. If I had a shit ton of money, I might blow it on a... Uh... Pinball machine. Um, so I've decided as like a way to diversify my income or like my savings or investments, I'm gonna just start investing in uh like mint baseball cards. Okay. Maggie's dad does it. I saw you know how my Jeter card thing yesterday I showed you. I sent it to him, and he like collects like real baseball cards, and he was like, "That's cool. You should buy um." a rookie Jeter card that's like an eight and a high eight and a half mint or like grade or higher. And he's like, that would be like a great investment for someone your age. And I was like, I never really thought of them like that. Like you could just buy cards and obviously like wait a little bit and like, they're going to go up in value depending on how many are left, like in the market or what, stuff like that. And he was just like, yeah, dude, like I kind of just buy cards whenever I see one, like the other day he bought, he, he bid for like, I think it was a rookie Bob Gibson card or Bob Gibson or someone else, but he's like, yeah, I just bid like four grand on it and got outbid, but like I wasn't gonna go above like a certain like price. Like if I was, right. I was either gonna get it for that price or not. And he just like was sending me a bunch of pictures of all of his cards that he has, and I was like, dude, that's like a one a fun way to like invest your money, and two like pretty smart and secure way to invest your money. It's not like I could invest it in like a stock and just have like stock stock like plummet. Like, the baseball card market's been around since fucking 1910. And if anything, like, right now, it's been booming for the past, like, three years. Yeah, but then you also have, like, NFTs in the market now and, like... Yeah, but there's... That's different, dude. There's something (laughs) different about having, like, a physical, like... Yeah, 100%. Card, you know what I mean? Like, I I I could buy NFTs right now and just... Probably, yeah. I mean, dude, I, I was got watching this. cards at my parents' house somewhere. I hope, dude. Dead ass, dude. Just download this app and scan the front and back of them, and it tells you, like, it adds them to your collection. So it's pretty much just a marketplace app where you start, you, like, sign up for an account. It's all free. You scan the front and back of your cards, and it adds them into your collection. And then people can go on your profile and look at your collection and look at the ones you're trying to buy or the ones you're trying to sell, and they can offer you money and stuff based on, like, the market price. It's actually mad fun, too, because I got to see, like, what all my cards were worth. Do you think that ones that have, like, game-worn jerseys on them and stuff like that are going to be worth more? Yeah, for sure. It also, depends, a, on who it, also depends on who it is, you know. And how, I got a like, bunch of those. If the card is in good condition. There's so much that goes into it. Like, the corners, yeah. what condition the corners are in, like, the centering of the actual card itself. There was one I saw on this Netflix show I started watching called like the Ultimate Collectors, the Golden Touch or something like that. 
and it's basically Pawn Stars, but it's about this company that runs like a bidding site or an auction site where it gets all these like crazy collectibles from these people trying to sell them, puts it to auction and then makes them money. And he's like the guy that owns it is a super he's like super into um, trading cards and like sports cards and stuff. And he just was like the last two months, like trying to open packs and open packs and open packs and find the LeBron James triple logo card, which is like it's just a card with three patches of the NBA patch from each of LeBron's teams. Like it was a Cavs patch, a heat patch and a Lakers patch from one of his jerseys. Some, some random dude who does like pack breaks on TikTok got the card, just opened a pack one day and got the card like on some real life, like Willy Wonka shit, golden ticket brings it to this guy or this guy seeks him out, flies him in and they end up selling the card for like 2.4 million, dude. Jeez. How many are there? There's just one. I think it was like a, it was either like one of one or one of like 10 or something like that. Yeah. One but of was, not many. I, well, obviously I think it was a one of one, but like there's, you know, ones that are like one of five or one of 10 are still pretty valuable. Yeah. Even probably the one, one of, of one 100. LeBron triple logo. That's like, yeah, $2.4 million. And he, 400,000 of that was his commission just for like selling that. I'm like, God damn, dude. Sheesh. Yeah. It's wild. Uh, yeah, I'll see, dude. We'll see if I got anything back in my parents' crib. Because I used to, we had this, like, holiday extravaganza, they called it. And they would just, like, take the gym of my elementary school and just have, like, a ridiculous number of vendors. Everybody gets a table. And they'd have it, like, in December before Christmas and stuff. So I would always go there and, like, I'd buy stuff for my parents and stuff. Because everything there is, like, pretty cheap. And there'd be mad people selling cards. And I would always be copping cards. Yeah. Dude. Enough time has passed. They might be worth worth a little bit. They might be. I just, I just randomly, I don't know what I, like, I don't even know what I saw. I think it was that show, and I was just like, oh, like, I have my binder of baseball cards here. Like, I wonder what those are worth. So then I just searched, like, how do I find how, like, how do I know what my baseball cards are worth? And then it brought me to this app, downloaded the app, and started from there. We'll see, dude. I'm I'm eager for uh, my mom to hit me back now to see if she if she still has them. You know what sucks, dude? You want to hear a tragedy? I had like, I probably had two or three boxes, like two and a half feet long of like three sections wide filled with football cards and baseball cards that my dad had left me when I was really young. Yeah. Held on to them my entire childhood. I kept them in literally under my dresser, packed away my entire childhood. Six months ago, um, they were in my mom's basement and the basement flooded and they all got ruined. All, dude, I I probably had ten thousand cards. Totally. That is horrendous. Just random. I didn't know if any of them were valuable, but my dad had just like left them for me or whatever. Was probably right. trying to make up for like not seeing me one weekend. I was just like, here, take my cards. And yeah, they all got ruined in a flood. So now all I have left is this binder of like the cards I collected as a kid. Like I went out of my way and bought cards and stuff. Right. Could have been a fucking gold mine, dude, for all I know. Could have been. Absolute tragedy. Um, you want to get into the doc? Yeah, what do we got in the old doc dilly? All kinds of things. Um, we got, oh, so Turtle Beach? Like the, the headphone company? Not to be mistaken with Myrtle Beach. <laughs> no, no, Turtle Beach, the headphone <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah. Their ticker symbol is here, like H E A R. 
That's hilarious. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> That's all I got on that. Um, <laughs> How did you stumble across that info? <laughs> dude, I saw it on the news, something about them. They're in like this proxy thing with this other company. And I, I, I was like, Turtle Beach here. And I was like, that's dope. <laughs> oh, that is cool. Is that something you get to just like pick when you've like, I don't know. Yeah, even when you if, go do public. you apply? Do you have to apply to like go public or is it just like it's an announcement It's a big process to go public. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's sense. like a big process. And yeah, the SEC and has like let you in basically i guess that's pretty fucking cool like they did that and like that was their ticker ticker symbol yeah. <laughs> um all right now the real news aaron Rodgers traded to the jets we didn't talk about this yet right uh i don't think so it's like official official now uh, yeah he was at the knicks game with sauce last night yeah he was at the rangers game not too long ago um, I feel like he feels like he's free. I don't know why, but I get this sense of yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Like, fuck, I get to not have to live in uh, Dude, Green Bay. So, you think he goes to Minnesota next and follows Brett Favre the whole way? Nah. Nah, but well, that would be crazy. Maybe. Kirk Cousins, maybe he gets... And then they take Rodgers on I was going to say, old, dude, like, deal. if Rodgers doesn't work out in New York for some reason or whatever, and then, like... Kirk has a terrible season, and Minnesota's like, fuck you, Kirk. And Aaron Rodgers is, like, looking for a job. Minnesota might do, like, all right, we'll give one year with A-Rod and yeah. uh, see what happens. Yeah. Um. So, his they restructured his uh, salary. So, his salary next year is, like, a million dollars. A million and change. That's his cap hit. It was all, like, restructured into a signing bonus. So, next year, he'd have a $100 million cap hit. But they would just restructure it if he stays or he goes. If he goes, then they don't give up as much in the trade. Like, All I think right, it's that... a second round pick that turns into a first. Oh, no, it's a second that turns into a first, like, if he plays 65% of snaps. And then I think there's another, like, thing with picks where if he doesn't come back next year, then the Jets will, like, get something in return or give up less or something like that. That makes sense, though, because, I mean, yeah. all right, that's not a that's not like a terrible deal. Uh, dude, no. I don't understand the people that like like Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's washed yet. Like no. he's old, but like you don't have to be young and sprung like to be a, a good NFL quarterback. Like, nah, I think dude, they, they're going to need an O-line probably. But Rodgers has a fucking quick release, dude. Like that's how he always would burn Philly <laughs> like. He would, they would run slants with Devontae Adams, and Devontae Adams just like a fucking two yard slant. Slant, and it's like a two second, three second release time, dude. It's so quick. It's step back right there on the money, dude. It's like automatic in their sleep. Those two could do it. Um, so like that could be Garrett Wilson, dude, but like, like the potential for Garrett Wilson now, he has the potential to be wide receiver one. Garrett Wilson, yeah, oh, yeah. Dude, like I'm saying he look, can't have a Devontae Adams type season and just get hyper targeted by Rodgers. No, he and definitely then, could. And, and I think stuck. that might be the game plan, dude. Like I don't see why not. Yeah. They had their defense is good. Like they're gonna be fucking They have the it, same OC that Rodgers had when he won two MVPs in Green Bay. That's who's oh, the OC in New York. Hold on. Talk without me for like thirty seconds. Alright, I'll talk without you then. 
But yeah, so they get this guy from um, Green Bay. He comes over. I don't even know the OC's name, so obviously not that important. But, um, you know, I think you just look at Rodgers as like, he was not great last year, but he wasn't terrible. And historically, I mean, he hasn't historically been great for fantasy. He's been solid, though, and he's been consistent. So, like, 12-team drafts, dude, there's only, you know, he might be just outside the top 10, but he also might be, you know, 11-12. And then you're like, okay, maybe he's he's a starter on a regular basis and maybe you got to hunt matchups, but he's always had, like, big weeks and then he's had really low weeks. So, I mean, you got you to gotta roll with the punches with him if you're going to draft him, but you get him late. Right, so you're not paying a premium for him. Um, yeah, and then you I mean Garrett Wilson, stud, gonna be a stud. Um, <clears throat> I think that he's got you know a lot of potential. He was great last year with you know questionable quarterback play. So with his you know what he did last year with bad quarterbacks, and then now he gets Rodgers. I think Garrett Wilson's gonna get drafted as like a top five wide receiver. And honestly, probably rightfully so, but that's probably a little bit too expensive for me. The expense. Yeah. to Like for Garrett Wilson, he's going to be too high of a draft pick, I think, for me this year. I'm probably not going to be drafting a whole lot of him. He's going to be first round pick. You think? Yeah, uh, for sure. First Especially or after se- early second? He'll be first. I think there's going to be a lot more uh, wide receivers drafted early this year after the disappointing running back season. I think it's like, oh, I just feel like wide receivers are more valuable now. I think we're going to have a lot more going in the first round this year. Yeah, I mean, that was my that was my strategy last year, dude. And honestly, like, there's just more value to pick from, like, that, that position. Mm-hmm. And also, mm-hmm. like, the running backs aren't getting, you know, I mean, a lot of them, like, the workhorse bats get a lot of opportunity through carries. But, like, a lot of them aren't getting the, re- the receiving points and, like, yeah. Per yeah. reception, you know what I mean? PPR yeah, type on of the value. PPR basis. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like the half. That's why I did sleeper keeper half. Um, I think Dynasty's half too. Um, I see that's see, like on the other side of that though, dude, I don't like half because it's like it's taking away like you have to rely heavier on running backs who aren't gonna get like the production that a lot of receivers get. You know what I mean? Like a lot there's more value at the position of receiver because just of the amount of players that play that position over running back and i feel like running right. backs one likely more to get hurt and there's just like overall more passing plays for most teams yeah so if there are more passing plays wouldn't you want the running backs to get like a better boost because you're still i mean you're still starting two running backs two wide receivers with no flex. Right. Well, here's the thing, right? It's like for a PPR, you're you're given a, like most running backs don't catch a lot of passes. Right. right? There's so like the ones th- that a do, handful that are like the ones that do are catch. so good at the position, but that doesn't matter if it's half PPR or PPR because you're still like it's they're still getting a boost for those passes, so they're still going to for those catches, so they're still going to be the best probably. Um but then like wide receivers, right? It's like if a wide receiver has 100 yards, you're like, damn, that's a good game. And if a running back has 100 yards, you're like, damn, that's a good game, right? But now you're like, oh, these are two, like, those are two, like, pretty solid games. Right. But the wide receiver is going to have five or six more points because he did it on five or six catches or maybe 10 catches, right? But the running back, he probably didn't have any catches. He Like, if he had 100 rushing yards, you know what I mean? But so yeah. now you're like, now the wide receiver is so much better, but they still only gave their team 100 yards. 
And maybe the running back gave him two touchdowns and the wide receiver only one. That's true. I've never looked at it that way. I think it's just because I don't like the low scores that half PPR yeah. brings most weeks, which is kind of yeah. like, like, you know, I put up like 89 points in half lower. PPR. Yeah, right, right. And because the first league that you check is Orchids. Yeah. That's bad. So yeah, like, that was like so the you're first you're like, oh, hell there. yeah, dude. Like, boy, snap. And especially if you do have a possession receiver who's like a Keenan Allen who's going to get you mad catches and not as explosive. So, like, that half PPR, like, he might get you 10 catches a game. Devontae Adams might get 10 catches a game, right? So then right. you're like, oh, dude, hell yeah. Like, he had a good week. And then you go to your, you have him in another league that's half PPR, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. It's like I only put up 90 to 95 points. I fucking shit the bed this week, but then you look at the league and pretty much everybody like ninety five average is terrible. Like, is like no, the average is like ninety to one ten. Yeah, like yeah. give or take like a hundred, and then give or take ten. Right, and then some people be popping off hitting like one twenty. <laughs> yeah, you're like, dude, I popped off this week. I put up one hundred and twenty two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, seven. Yeah. I think I like half PPR better. I so think I, I like of... half PPR for dynasty, and I think PPR like. For, you know, where it's not dynasty, you draft every year is the move. Yeah. Yeah. What about for sleeper or for keeper? That's eh, a little bit of a mix. Yeah. Bards is half PPR and it's probably saying that way. I know Emery doesn't like the half PPR either. It's not even because, like, oh, I don't think it's fair. It's just I don't like seeing the low scores. There's no, like, actual. Yeah. yeah. I just like to even out the the running backs and the I ju- I just want the running backs to have more value because yeah, the, I just want the my PPR, running backs to not get the fucking PPR hurt. Is just so much of a boost to the wide receivers. Yeah, I guess that's true. Unless you you just got to draft smart, get a fucking receiving back, dude. Yeah, yeah, get a little scat back. Yeah, a little scat back. But that dude, it's just so tough. Yeah, I just don't and like how it has when, to be the like, right system back, too. Like, like with running the right... backs get hurt. And it's like, like if you don't have like a deep running back on like list on your roster, and want your top guy gets hurt, like you could be fucked for a while. Yeah, that's why I always try to draft running back heavy. That's why I usually go running back, running back, because sometimes because there's going to be a handful of busts every year, not busts, but people who do get maybe you know season-ending injuries, right? And then yeah. like, so if I usually like to go running back, running back, because then it's all right. I have two starters. And if they both stay healthy, dope. I'm probably winning the league because nobody else is going to have two healthy, you know, top 10 running backs. Nobody else will do that. Like, or one of them gets hurt or they both get hurt, but not full season ending injuries. And you can kind of balance it out and and ride the wave and and get by. And then you get a third running back in like the seventh or something. And then you got to get running back first week waivers. It's so important to get running back. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the running back first week waivers is like, oh, these guys are going to pop off for the year. But then like 75% of them don't. They just had a good week. So interesting. uh, They were talking last year. The footballers were talking about um, week one running backs who get if they get like 13 or more carries. It was somewhere around 13 was like the magic number. If they got over 13 carries in week one, they're like almost always going to be studs on the year barring injury and right. the opposite is true if they're under 13 in week one they're almost always bad so it's like that's like the number of carries is like a great gauge that's what i used last year it didn't work i didn't win anything but that makes sense i've never really yeah. looked at it that way i've always just kind of been like all right who like i've always went by like 
points and also like how often like how many snaps they were on the field but like yeah that doesn't always equate and to it's carry, tough obviously. because there are like you know some running backs just have like that super like like crazy like breakout speed right i feel like that's how Brees hall was like not yeah. great but if he was out and open he was breaking it was going for 60 or 70 yeah which who knows um, now was acl tear yeah yeah um i think last season of orchids dude was like my most like i think i fucked myself the most that year out of any year of fantasy i've ever played yeah i did too i definitely made a bunch of mistakes last year but I thought I made mistakes the year that I won the league too when I traded Zeke for Keenan Allen. I thought that was a huge mistake, and it ended up being nice. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's a money trade on your end. If you go back into also Orchids my and trade for draft, my trade for uh, Joe Burrow at the end of that season, and then Joe oh, yeah. Burrow snapped that. That yeah, was very that helpful. was yeah. And you, I remember when you made that trade, you're like weary of it. You're like, I don't know, dude. Like I don't know. I yeah, I was have very nervous. Trade. And then he snapped. Because I think the the week after, I think Rodgers popped and Burrow had like a like an okay or a down week. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers got me this year too. Um, yeah, dude. but he's always like that. That's what I was saying when you were gone. Like he's always like a guy that would just like disappear and have a bad game. Like he's always been that way. Yeah. He's not like consistently giving you a fucking 26 points like Mahomes or Ertz or right. Josh Allen even. Right. Um. So you kind of got to like ride that, but. He'll be solid, dude, especially in, like, 12-team leagues. Like, he's probably top 12. He's probably, like, 12, maybe 11. Yeah. But he's probably not top 10. No. That's um, why I, but there's a lot of guys that are scrubs, dude, and it's like you don't know if they're good or bad, and they're probably bad. Yeah, so I think I'm going to be drafting a quarterback early bad. this year. Hey, I've, I've done that strategy a few times and I've gotten clowned for it, but it always works out. Like if you get, if you go and get your guy early before, if you're just like, all right, like I could go wide receiver or running back in this round, but nobody has a quarterback yet. Let me just get the best quarterback or like my pick of the fucking fruit. Cause yeah, they're going to get dude. Like, I don't understand that. Like I, I do understand it, but I also don't because they're like, Oh, quarterbacks aren't going to give you like the same level of value. Like a wide receiver one would give you blah, blah, blah. But it's like, Dude, but it's you changing get... because of how many quarterbacks are running now and how much quarterback like running quarterbacks are scoring. Yeah, dude, just it's the change of the game itself. Like the way football yeah. is played is just giving quarterbacks and more Pat Mahomes. Value. He's yeah. not really like a rushing quarterback, but he's putting up four touchdowns. He's a, a game, fucking dude. yeah. He's different. Um, yeah. On on footballers top ten that they did like a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, it was like the top three they all talked about together was Hertz. Allen and Mahomes, like all at the top. Hurts Allen and Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. It's probably be ah eh, yeah. I I don't know how I feel about Josh Allen after last year. Yeah, same. But I think it's just because his rushing baseline is so good that like on a fantasy basis, it almost doesn't matter. Right. Because he's gonna put up you know six hundred yards on the ground and a bunch of touchdowns. Yeah. Sprinkling a few picks. Yeah. And some fumbles. He had ball control issues last year for sure. Did you see the uh the lineup for the players open or whatever got announced for this year? I did not. It's Stephen Clay versus oh, I did see uh this. Mahomes and Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be fun. That's gonna be super fun. You're gonna have to listen to Kermit the whole time though. <laughs> Lex isn't gonna watch it. She hates Steph and she hates Mahomes. Josh Allen was in the one last year, wasn't he? Pretty sure he was. I think so. I think it was him and Mahomes versus Rodgers and Brady. 
Yeah, that sounds right. That was that was a fun watch. I wish they did more than one a year, dude. Those are so fun to watch. Yeah, like, like other teams have off seasons too. You know, you can you can. Right. Let me see out. fucking Aaron Hicks play golf because I know that's what he's good at and the only thing he's good at. Right. <clears throat> and you could do like you could do. I don't know, dude. Baseball's tough. Yeah, but a lot of baseball players are good at golf because it's... Yeah, but their season is so long, dude. It's like when their season starts, they're, it's like you can't do one. Like NHL and NBA are finishing up, right? Right. So it's like, okay, you can't overlap with them. And when their season ends, the NFL is still going on. It's like, okay, you can't really do it with them. And the only way to do it would be like an NFL player like b- b- before spring training. Like if you would pair them up with like NFL people. Or just, I guess, enter MLB. Yeah, I'd be down for that. I'm sure you could find four guys. Yeah. Aaron Hicks is married to Tiger Woods' niece. Does that I make think. him good at golf? Aaron Hicks is sick at golf. That wasn't a joke, dude. Like, he's oh, really? really good at golf. Yeah. No, he's like sick at golf. Interesting. Yeah, dude, get him out there. That's what I'm saying. He should well, hop on the DGA tour. Uh, you know what I was thinking could. about? That's how good he is. <laughs> how dope would it be to get mad nice and <clears throat> like never play on the PGA tour, but fuck around and go on the senior PGA? Like in retirement. Just get nice as fuck and then retire retire from your job and then go and play then the senior, senior PGA. PGA. That would be pretty sick. Like even if you're just like a regular ass person, like regular ass job, right. but you were like really nice at golf. Right. Senior but PGA. Then, like, but by the time you're like old enough to be in a senior PGA, hopefully by then, like your kids are kind of like doing their own thing, right? So like you don't really have to be like staying home and like raising kids, right? You can kind of be done with that, and then you can fucking go, you and your wife travel the world. Do you have or to travel be, the country? And then do you, you have know, to be on the PGA, PGA tour to be like to have like a chance to play in the senior? That's PGA a good tour? question. Or can you qualify for it? Yeah, like I, I, you might need like your PGA card before you like can apply be to being a senior. PGA. Yeah, that would make sense. It would, but who knows? All right, I mean, I don't know that. if that's true. I mean, I'm Never already mind. on the PGA tour on my Xbox. Congratulations! Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, so I saw Jake played today. What did he shoot? I saw. I got that notification too, but I don't know. Let's check. We uh the last time he played, yeah, I didn't I, it was it. me, him, and Austin, and we both shot a ninety-five. I think. Not bad. Ooh, all right. He had six pars, eighteen holes at Burning Ridge. Let's see, Jake. He finished with a ninety. Great game from the kid. Forty-three on the front. Not bad. He went bogey, 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 par, par, double, par. Bogey. That's a good front nine, dude. Yeah. I'll take that all day. Only one double? Only one double. No, he had... Oh, man. His back nine, he went uh, bogey, bogey, double, 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 par, par, par. Wow. Those three doubles on the back ate him up. No, four. He had had a stretch of four holes where he doubled, doubled each hole. Damn. That's tough after only one double on the front. 
he actually went double, triple, double, double. So you lied to me. I did. I opened up the scorecard. I didn't. I thought double was two squares around your score, but it's the same for also, double and triple. triple. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Well, they're not going to just keep adding boxes. Imagine, imagine. I shot an 11. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I shot an 11 and I can't keep score anymore. <laughs> yeah, I ran out of scorecard. <laughs> I've got I've got this box through every other uh slot on this scorecard. Dude, I saw a video on Instagram today of this kid at the range and it was some kid filming and it said this asshole just uh deleted a, a sleeve of chrome softs because he thinks the range ball is the reason why he's slicing. And he's just like dumping out a thing of brand new golf balls and sending them off on the range. Like slicing wow. them too. Yeah. yeah They're all coming them. off right so bad. And he was like, "What the fuck, dude?" Like he was getting so mad. I was like, "Dude, you're, yeah. you're swinging that way. What are you talking about?" You're not about? good. <laughs> Neither uh, rich people problems when you can just fucking delete a sleeve of Chrome Softs like that and not care. I know. It's like twenty dollars and three swings, dude. I know. Maybe I'll try to get out on Sunday. I think I'm gonna try. Yeah, I, I, I need to get out, dude. I need to get Bummer's out one market, more before Saturday Mexico. morning. I can't wait, baby. We're hitting ours too, probably, unless it rains. It's supposed to it's rain the down first here. Day. First Ooh. day of the farmer's market is this Saturday. That's fire. Ours was last yeah. weekend. I am stoked. I'm like, dude, we're going to go. We're going to find some good food, like bagels or something, bagels and coffee. And then we're just going to mm. walk around the farmer's market and like look at what people have and look at their prices and stuff. And then we'll take another lap through and, and buy some stuff and just make a whole fucking morning out of it. That's like my favorite like morning date with Maggie, dude. Like we'll literally just park downtown at like nine AM, go grab coffee somewhere and then walk around. Like last weekend we hit the record store when we got those Mac Miller ones and then just like walked up and down the farmers market like two or three times. Yeah. It was just vibing. It was great. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Is it supposed to be nice this weekend? Nah, it's gonna be shit, dude. It's gonna be shit all week. Of course it is, It's been dude, fucking cause... gloomy and rainy. Oh, for me, it's been fucking gorgeous all weekend, but I'm sitting inside staring out the window, and then as soon as I have any freedom, it's going to be shitty. Let's see. Saturday morning, 8 o'clock, it's going to be 49. Partly sunny, 49. but mostly cloudy. Ooh. 9 o'clock is 54. 10 o'clock is 57. 11 o'clock, 60. And 12 o'clock, 63. But it's sunny that entire time. So it might actually be like 60. So not bad. You know, like jeans and a t-shirt. Bring a hoodie. Maybe you don't need it. Maybe you do. Gene Simmons and a t-shirt. Yeah. It's like perfect weather. <laughs> it, okay, but, uh, 49 in the morning is going to be tough. I was going to say, yeah. But you're, you're not going to be up up and at him by then, right? Nah, dude. Because um, Friday, Cinco de Mayo, baby. Oh, shit. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, we're going to go to uh, this bar by TJ. He, like, invited us out. I haven't seen TJ in a minute. So, I was like, yeah, dude, I'll come. Um, and then I'm going to – I think Wig and Dion are going to come with me, too. I hit them up. Um, so, I'll probably – Lex is going to come pick me up after work. She was like, no, nah, because, like, what if you don't want to leave? And I'm like, now that Wig and Dion are going, that's a good point. But um, I, I was like, dude, you're going to – it's Friday. You're not going to get off until, like, 11.30 or later. Like, she always gets off at least no earlier than 11.30 usually. Yeah. Um, and then it's, like, you know, a solid probably half hour to get there from your job. So, by then, dude, it's midnight or later. Like, 
I don't really need to be out much later than that. Right. Uh, we got the dude, farmer's I'm, market in the morning. I was going to say, I'm telling you, and we're just at an age now. Like, Maggie and I last weekend went out to sushi at, like, um our, our sushi place downtown does happy hour from 10 to 12. So, we're like, fuck Ooh. it. Let's go on, like, a late night sushi date. Also get some happy hour, like, while we're at it. So, like, dude, 10.45 rolled around. We're back at the house. Flipped on Dave. And it was, like not even 11 o'clock and i was like dude i'm so beat like just being out of the house like past and like also, nine yeah, o'clock but sushi so i feel like tired. makes you tired oh uh, that's true yeah we were stuffing our face too yeah that's why i said to lex so we were we went to get ice cream last night um she got let uh, she got cut early because they were like all right we're gonna send somebody home and none of the other people wanted to get cut and lex was like fuck it i'll leave um so we i was like yeah let's take a ride to get some ice cream and when you're going, it's like you get to this one light and then you make a right and the ice cream shop is like less than a quarter mile away where you make a left and the ice cream shop or the, and then the sushi joint is less than a quarter mile away. And I'm like, dude, it sounds amazing, but it's like such a tease because it's like, oh, we'll just get sushi and then we'll go get ice cream. We'll have a whole fucking date. And but then we always get all you can eat sushi because they're all you can eat menus banging. And then all we're fucking... Can- stuffed Dude. and we're like yeah, yeah. No room for ice cream bro <laughs> yeah that's like the worst thing to like fill up onto after you eat sushi bro we yeah oh man like like in theory always... it's good in theory like oh yeah, hell yeah sounds like sushi, a fire combo cream, let's go do it but like you have no self-control instead of just getting like a roll and you like you split a roll or something you know you go all right let's get all you can eat and we're gonna split seven <laughs> And then not even think about ice cream. And also, afterwards. we're gonna get the salad and the edamame, and definitely the shumai. Yeah, you always to. get the shumai. Yeah. Edamame is a must for me. Yeah, if they have dumplings on there, maybe we'll get some of them. Yeah, but they're not walk and roll dumplings, dude. I drove I past walk and roll the other day. Um, Lex's work did a little shower for her on Monday, so I drove past on my way there, and I was like, man, that sounds banging. And I'm like, oh, it's Monday. I'm like. Yo, good looks. Like, like I don't need no fucking walk and roll. I'm trying to eat healthy. I definitely don't <laughs> need no The devil can't tempt roll. me now. <laughs> yeah, you can't tempt me if that bitch is closed. Dude, nothing more heartbreaking than the time we were going to get time. it. In re- I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that was tough. That, that hurt That one hurt a the lot. soul, dude. Yeah. That um, one didn't tickle my brain. It slapped it. Yeah. I was like, hey, this is B. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, you're fucked. Yeah. Um. More news. Lamar got his deal finalized. That kind of surprised years, me. Five years, two hundred and sixty million, one hundred and eighty-three guaranteed. Allegedly, I don't think anything's been signed yet, so it's not like official, official. But those are the alleged details. Um. Yeah, that's cool. Good for them. He got uh, he got a solid deal. I mean, look at Hertz's deal. You know, two fifty, one seventy-five guaranteed. Like. Lamar's is comparable, but a little bit more, which I don't understand because Lamar, what have you done? He runs fast. He's he's amazing, right? But he's and never, he's he, he hasn't been healthy and he's only been to the playoffs once and he didn't even make it to the championship game. I don't know how he didn't make it far. No. Jalen Hurts was just in the Super Bowl, had an MVP season. Caliber, MVP caliber. Should have been MVP. It should have been. Yeah, I was going to say. Shout out to Embiid. Finally gets his MVP. Embiid VP. I saw that tweet. That was fire. Yeah, Yeah, the MVP. (laughs) MVP'd. Dude, the MVP peed in his pants. 
Ha-ha. <laughs> um, honestly, he should have won it last year. Um, yeah. But, dude, good shit. Good for him. I'm glad he got it, dude. It meant a lot to him. He was, like, crying when, when he got it. I'm sure that's a big deal, dude. I, uh... Cameroon, you're the fucking NBA's most valuable player. Should have been twice in a row. He got Aaron should've Judge, been. bro. He got snubbed the way he Aaron did Judge snubbed. did. Aaron Judge um, had the better stats. He, he won the by a lot. He did. He yeah, had, like, over I, 950, and Jokic had like, had, like, 600 or something like that, so he won by more than 300 points. He had, like, 70-something first-place votes, and I think Jokic had, like, 18. Did you see Tatum the Nuggets, the like, no, crying about it on Twitter? Were they crying about it? They posted a picture of Jokic, and they are just like, hashtag our MVP. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. No. Could you imagine <laughs> if he was back-to-back-to-back? Oh my god. Has there's that like ever a happened? Few people, yeah, there's a few people and it's like uh, Hall of Famers, people who are like regularly put on like, you know, people's Mount Rushmores, like Larry right. Bird and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't like get Nikola Jokic like the same way as Larry Bird or he Michael Jordan. He doesn't even have a or... fucking title. No. And he's like his team's not even that good. They uh they play tonight or did they play last night? Uh, I don't know. Let's let's uh take a look. Take a look at uh, what we got going on in the NBA. The Sixers, they beat the uh, what call it? The Celtics in Game One. I know they play tonight too, don't they? They do. Yeah, that game's starting right about now. Oh no, game starts at eight. It's seven thirty right now. Um, let me see. Is there a way that I can like look at a bracket over here, dude? I just want to see like a bracket. A bracket, dude. See all games. I'm gonna click on that. Oh, oh yeah, playoff bracket. Yeah, that's what I want. Playoffs. Right. Playoffs. Um, I don't. Oh, the Nuggets. The Nuggets lead two games to nil over the Suns. They're such a, they're such a boring team, dude. I know. The Lakers beat the Warriors. They're up one game to none. Oh, so the Knicks, <clears throat> the Knicks lose game one. Jimmy Butler. We should snaps. be up. We should be up two to nothing, dude. That first game but was so not. fucking frustrating. But you're not. I loved it because, um, I just like Stephen A. At halftime was getting me fired up, dude. He was like, at first he's like going crazy about how great the Knicks are, right? And then the next person, the next uh, the other guy that they had was Michael Wilbon. And he pretty much was like, yeah, dude, like they're looking good, blah, blah, blah. And then it was Jalen Rose. It was those three and then a Czech, you know, host. Um, and Jalen Rose was like, well, there are two teams here. So, like, let's talk about the other side of the ball because um, the Heat are only shooting like 30-something percent and the Knicks are shooting 50-something percent. And, like, you got to think that even if the Knicks don't shoot worse, and, like, they're only down by six. So, even if the Knicks don't shoot worse in the next half, you got to think that the Heat are at least going to shoot better. A little bit better, yeah. Um, And they did. <laughs> and then he was like, and also, the Knicks are, like, three of 15 from three or three of 18 from three at half. Like, that's not good. That's going to have to improve. Like, they're only up six. You know what I mean? Um, and it was like those like two big things. And Stephen A was like, no, no, no. He just starts yelling. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what are you doing? Just holler at this guy. And he's just That's like, he he goes, 
He's like, no, I told you before this series, I told you they weren't going to be shooting as good. Their percentage wasn't going to be as good against the Knicks, blah, blah, blah. Like, the Knicks are good, blah. And I'm just like, oh, my God, dude. Just because you're louder doesn't mean you're right. That's the epitome of him And it was on only halftime. He was so <laughs> hype, and it was only halftime of game one, and he was on his high horse against a fucking eight-seed Miami Heat team in the second round of the playoffs. And it's... Yeah. And he's like, I mean, no, dude, he's he was calling so for. I was, I was, I was like, dude, this is just so premature. You're, you're out, off your rocker. He was calling for them to go to the finals after they uh, won the first round. Wild. He was like, all Wild. the way to the finals. Like, dude, chill, like, bro, relax. <laughs> I get, yeah. we haven't been here in ten years. But you guys relax. just got Aaron Rodgers. He did that whole speech a few years back. He fucking spelled it out. Told all the people to relax. You need some of that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so but then Jimmy gets hurt. I don't know. For, but for, so here's the thing. So does Jimmy he still? You play. think he'll play Game Three? I think he does. Apparently, he was walking around New York City two days ago. So the day in between games, he was walking around New York City. Um, so I think that they were like, you know what? We came to New York. We did our job. We took one in New York. Stole the whole home court advantage. Let Jimmy rest for Game Two. If we win, that's fucking dope. If not, we came here and we did our job, and he gets another couple days of rest before right. he has to play again. I'm thinking that's what happened. I mean, it's scary, dude. Did you see him, like, waving at Knicks fans last night? No. I was like, bro, like, I because I know the Knicks fans in that stadium are, like, hooting and are hollering at Jimmy, chirping yeah. him, and he's like, dude, he's don't, like, that's hey. not the guy you want to do that to, because he's going to take it out on you Dylan on the Brooks court, poking bro. the bear. I know. Yo, dude. so speaking of him, actually, I don't even know Yo. why we're talking about him. But the Grizzlies were like, Yeah, bro, we're not we're not extending you. <laughs> Under not any gonna, circumstance. <laughs> we're not gonna like pick up your option. We're not gonna resign you. You are not gonna be a Memphis Grizzly next year. Yeah, dude. And, I mean, dude, I, I, we said this on the podcast like two weeks ago. We're like, what is Dylan Brooks doing, bro? Dylan, <laughs> like, you know that's silly. LeBron James, right? <laughs> silly. Stupid yeah. ass. <sighs> the uh we'll see, I think Embiid's coming back tonight. I think he told. Yeah, he, I saw some. I saw something that he would that he be available. Back. Um, so we'll see, dude. If the Sixers can go up two games to them, that'll be fucking crazy. That's what I'm saying, dude. I don't like, think they the do Knicks it though. They're, the they were like game. plus three hundred to win today. I don't think it happens. But if they do, that's a huge, huge fucking step, like in uh, winning that series, like momentum wise. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, winning the East, I think they can beat the Heat and the Knicks. I feel more comfortable against the Heat and the Knicks than I do against the Celtics. I mean, I know oh, we can sure. lose to them teams because we have, and like they're both really good. And well, I like, think the Celtics are a better Sixers, team than the Knicks and the and the Heat. Right, right. So that's pretty much all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying cakewalk. I'm not saying if we beat the Celtics, we win the East. I'm just saying. I think if you beat the Celtics, I think you this guys is our toughest favorites. battle. Yeah, toughest battle sure. until if you make it to the finals, possibly. Probably. So if the Knicks, oh dude, if the Knicks and the Sixers came down to an Eastern Conference final, that would be electric, bro. That would be electric, dude. That would be, dude, in MSG and in Philly, like at Wells Fargo, yeah. that would be insane. Yeah. That would be so fun to watch. I'd watch every single second of that series, dude. The amount of like chirping between be ju- between uh, Embiid and just like everybody on the Knicks with that yeah, like, New dude. York grittiness, meeting the Philly yeah. grittiness, like that would be so fun to watch. Fuck the heat, dude. That's what I want to see. That would almost be more fun than watching the finals, dude. Because any team, like, all right. It would be. Obviously, if you're a Sixers fan. It would be for me because of you and because of, like, my boys that are Knicks fans at home. 
Like it would definitely be more fun because of that. But yeah. at the same time, I like Jimmy in the Heat, and I would love to see Jimmy in the Heat beat the Knicks too. All right, fuck you then. Fuck the I'm just saying. For the Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Jason Tatum. I love that boy. <laughs> Jason Tatum's so annoying because like he's he not is. the he facilitator, and he just kind of like hangs out around the three point line, and then. Like somebody else brings the ball up, right? Somebody else is like going to like set the pick and roll, and then they'll dish it out to him, and he's either sitting wide open for a three. I mean, he's nice. He's nice as fuck with it. Like he's got really good handles and like his driving and like want him one on one is really good. Don't get me wrong, but he's just like he always seems to be like set up in the perfect position because of the way that he is like an off ball player, right? Like, and Bede is like the one that's always setting the pick and roll. Same with Jokic. Like they're like in on the action like it's always so focused on him and Harden or him and Maxi, yeah. right and then like like it's not their star player being the kickout guy yeah i've never thought of him like that before but it definitely makes a lot of sense yeah because like, like Derek really... white and Jalen brown are the guards Jaylen... like they bring yeah, the ball yeah. up and right. he's a small forward so it's not like like the center is generally the one's going to come up and set the pick and roll and kind of get things going like if that's how your plays are going to start right but like i feel like tatum isn't like he's not the facilitator um and he's not – I mean, it's not like he, – he's definitely their guy. Like, he's their guy. But he's just not the guard that gets – that has the ball in his hand or, like, he's kind of, like, the focal point at the start of the play. Right. I Dude, I kind of feel like that's how that's Julius better. Randle is on the Knicks. Maybe. The Knicks are interesting, dude. So, so what, in uh, game two, um, Brunson had 30, and then Barrett had, like, 26, and Randle had, like, 25. Yeah. Something like that. Dude. Like that's fucking solid. That's like elite production out of three of your studs. Your well, your three studs. Dude, my favorite part about this Knicks team is like how on any given night when you watch them, you you don't know like where the offensive production is going to come from, but you know it's right. going to come. Like right. they're not they're they don't really put up duds like a lot towards <clears throat> the end of this year like on offense. You're either going to get 35 out of Julius Randle, or you're going to get a combo of like Isaiah quickly will come out of nowhere and put up like yeah. 23. Uh, obviously, Jalen Brunson all year has probably been like our most consistent guy, but in game two, dude, he like last night, late in the fourth quarter, my man was not missing, bro. He would just come down the court. I was literally sitting there like with Maggie, like after the Yankees game, I had the Knicks game on too. And, uh, like Jan Brunson comes down the court after scoring like back to back threes. I'm just like, I literally said out loud, I'm like, he's going to heat check himself. And he just pulls up and lets it rip, dude. I'm like, oh my God. It was just like one of those basketball moments where like yeah. you literally can't miss. It was awesome. Yeah. That's good shit. It's fun to watch, dude. When people, when shit's clicking, it's fun to watch. That's why, dude, I like watching Maxi. I think he's really good. I think the Sixers should probably let Harden go. They got to stop paying him. Yeah, let Harden like go. Get more value dude, out of between. So we have Maxi, DeAnthony Melton, and Shake Milton, and those are all three good guards. We can kind of rotate between those three and get get a fourth, right? And then use that cap space to get a small forward. Who and who would get, you let like? Toby go too? Let Toby go and let yeah. Paul Reed play the four, and then get a good small forward at the ball. Paul, baby, dude. Yeah, I mean he's good. He's solid. Um, yeah, he is. I really would love Jimmy back if we could do that. I dude, I think that's what it is too. Like I just liked Jimmy Butler a lot more when he wasn't in Miami. Like when he was on Philly yeah. and even Chicago, like I was, 
I just enjoyed. Now Jimmy it's like it feels like Jimmy Butler's just chilling until the playoffs, and then it was like he's playing every game. Like right. I know that that's not true. Like I know he's balling all year, yeah. and like but he's just quiet about all it all year. Yeah, just quiet about. It. Doesn't get any hype. The Heat don't get any hype. They're a playing team. They're eight seed. They yeah. lost the first playing game, dude. Like they they scrape by. Um, but now that and... he's like. In the depths of it, dude. In the playoffs, now he's like, all right, let's ball the fuck out. <laughs> That's why when he was waving at Knicks fans last night, I was like, bro, please, <laughs> please, don't let this be the high of this series for me. Please just don't. He dropped 100 across two games to close out the Bucks. Yeah, that's terrifying, Right, because he dude. scored 56 in the in their third win. Then he scored like 45. Like 50, yeah, dude, it was, yeah. On the one seed, not just any. It wasn't like the play play in fucking. Granted, no. they barely scraped by in that, but still. Sheesh. How uh? How is on? Um, not to segue out of NBA. Is there anything else we want to cover? Nah, what's up? How was the? Uh, I didn't get to see, but how was Bryce's return to baseball last night? Oh, dude, terrible. The Phillies been getting shit on. <laughs> Can't be any worse than the Yankees, dude. Promise. It's bad. Um, I lied. So Jimmy Butler only put up 42 in the final game of the series. So that only comes to 98 points. Fucking bum couldn't even hit 100. <laughs> Will Chamberlain did that in one. So Monday morning I wake up or I, I am like, I go and I work out. I come back or whatever. And Lex is in bed. And she was like, Dodgers won 13 to four last night. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Who'd they play? And she was like, the Phillies. And I was like, oh. <laughs> So then yesterday was Bryce's return, and I see the only thing I see, Trey Turner hit a fucking solo shot, a bomb to dead center um, in the fourth, I think, and they were down 3 1. And that was the only highlight. They lost 13 to 1. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they were up today um, from what I saw. And I guess, oh, the, the last notification, or let's see. Fuck you. As soon as I went to click on the MLB app notification, another, like, I got a notification. I hate when so that another happens, one dude. slid down. Um, That's so annoying see. when that shit happens. Holy fuck. Max Muncy hits a grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. The Phillies <laughs> win 10-6. No way. Bryson Stott tied it up 6-6 at the, in the eighth with two outs. Bryson Stott tied it up. Or in top nine, sorry. Wait, since when is Max Muncy? Wait, what? Max the Phillies won? No, no, the Dodgers won. Oh, you said the, the games Phillies are in LA. Won. That's why I was confused. And then because you said Max Muncy, it's a grand slam. The Phillies win it in the 9-10-6. I was like, wait, what nah, the Phillies fuck? Phillies lose 10-6. Oh, that's rough, dude. Yeah, two outs top of the ninth. Um, Bryson Stott singles. Harper scores to tie it up 6-6. And then they let up a grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. That's good. Nice uh, what are you guys? What are you guys sitting at? What's your record right now? Uh, we're probably like three games under five hundred now. We probably got back to five hundred, and now we just got swept by the Dodgers. Let's see NL East. Mets fifteen and seventeen, so two games under five hundred. And you're in what third? Fourth. Fourth. Yeah, Miami and the Mets are both 16 and 14. What are the Nats like? Fucking 3 and 27? 11 and 18. (laughs) Uh, Braves are 20 and 10. 
Damn. What if... Uh, there's no way that's even possible. If the if there were four teams from the NL East in the playoffs, all three wild card spots went to the NL East. There was three in the AL East last year. Three in the NL East too. Yeah, the East Beast. The East Beast, dude. The AL East this year is fucking terrifying. We're in the Yankees are in fifth place dead and we're like last. a game over five hundred. Yeah, sixteen and fifteen, and you're in dead last. Boston seventeen and fourteen. The Blue Jays eighteen and twelve. The Orioles twenty and nine. They haven't even lost ten games this year. I know, dude. <laughs> and Tampa Bay on top twenty four and six. Dude, it's it's bad. It is a bad. I'm telling you, we're so the other night. Remember when I said right you now, that, dude? Uh, the top three wild card teams are Baltimore, Toronto, and Boston in the AL. Yeah, yeah, it's. The AL beast is real, dude. It's scary. Yeah. When the Orioles are like kicking your ass, it's you know, it's That's not wild, like it's dude. not it's not the Yankees, Rays, uh Blue Jays and fucking Red Sox anymore in that that division like it has been for the last 15 years. Put some respect on the Orioles. Dude, so the other night The Pirates laying, are 20 and 10, dude. They're like the yeah, same the as Pirates the Pirates are like the best team in the best team in the NL right now. Well, they're the same as Atlanta. They're both 20 and 10. Good year. But expected um, out of Atlanta, but Pittsburgh is a good story. Dude, so Domingo Herman the other night was in went into the ninth inning of a game, had a complete game shutty go and had one given up one hit and like not walked anybody. Like he was a walk away from having uh he was a one hit and one walk away from having a perfect game. Like dude was dealing and gives up we're up two nothing, gives up one hit in the ninth, so he has gave up two hits all game guy on first. And Aaron Boone, he only had like 86, 87 pitches. So he still, he could have finished the job. He's fresh, dude. Fresh. Aaron Boone pulls him out and puts in Clay Holmes. And I'm sitting there like literally laying on Maggie. I'm like, Clay Holmes is going to come in this game. He's not going to be able to find the strike zone. And he's going to fucking give up the lead or like runs are going to score on him. Watch. He proceeded to get a ground ball directly hit right back to him that he fucking flubbed off his glove and made an error on. And then he lost complete control of the strike zone, loaded the bases, gives up one run. Wandy Peralta comes in with the bases loaded, gives up another run, and then walks the go-ahead run in. And then the wow, that's tough. You lost on a walk-off walk? No, it wasn't even walk-off because it was at, at New York. So it was like we still had the bomb of the ninth, and then we got sit, sat down one, two, three. And I was just like, dude. Damn crushing loss like that is horrendous the game was an hour and 40 so minutes what did, long until what that did happened Bruner and them say in the press conference afterwards because they I had mean, to be asking him about it like why the fuck yeah did you take he was Herman out? he was basically saying like if i left Herman in there and he gave up a two-run bomb which he has gotten knocked around with the home runs this year a little bit and he's given up like seven or eight home runs it's like if i leave Herman in there and he gives up a two-run bomb then like it's all subjective. Like then, I I made the wrong decision not to not to take him out. You know what I mean? It's like I go to yeah, play but there. I think that the fans would be way less upset. Well, yeah, I get that, and you can't make decisions based off of how the fans feel. But when he was taking Herman out, can. the fans were booing him relentlessly. Like you heard it on the TV. Like everybody in the stadium was booing <clears> him for doing it. And then Clay Holmes comes in and fucking gives up, loses us the game. Oh, uh, that's funny, dude. It's 
I, I I've have not been that like angry at base my baseball team in so long. Like I was like yelling at the TV. I was like, "What are we?" I was like, "What are we doing?" Like this is not baseball. What the fuck are we doing? Like I don't understand what we're like. What is the logic behind these decisions? Because I just don't get it, dude. Like any other team in the league would have like some sort of sense to be like, "Hey, maybe." you know, we have some sort of feel for the game and we don't follow every single analytical like decision. Like an- yeah. numbers don't tell the game on every single play and every single decision. Let's have a feel for the game for once. And the Yankees just don't do that. And we have 13 guys on the IL. We have like over $125 million on the IL right now via from our payroll. Uh, we just had all four of the guys that Brian Cashman traded for last year at the deadline have not played a single inning this year and three of the four won't play a single inning this year because they're all out for the rest of the year. Frankie Montas pitched like shit for three weeks last year when we traded for him. Hasn't he's gotten Tommy John or some sort of surgery. So he's out for the entire year. Uh, Lou Trevino, one of the relievers we traded for uh, just announced that he's getting Tommy John surgery today. So he's out for the year. Uh, Carlos Rodon got hurt in his first spring training appearance. And then on his way back, hurt his back. And then on his way back from hurting his back, from hurting his shoulder, hurts his back again. So who knows when the fuck he's back. Uh, John Carlos Stanton has played 40% of his Yankees career on the IL. Like, that's a real number. Almost half of his career for the Yankees has been spent on the IL. Judge just got hurt. And even then, like, he wasn't obviously repeating. He he can't repeat his season from last year every year. You can't expect him to. Uh, What else is there, dude? Fucking... Harrison Bader just came back last night and he's a career 245 hitter. So it's not like he's going to really bring anything to the table when it comes down to it. Like offensively. Hey man. Frank, hey man. You can't be limiting him, dude. He could be great. He's a career 245 hitter, which the Yankees desperately need right now, dude, because everybody else is batting like 135. We have Aaron Hicks who has an OPS of like 250 right now, dude. His OPS is lower than some people's batting averages. That's how bad he is. Like he's bad. That's really bad. Yeah, dude. And he's like, I almost feel bad for him at this point because there's a video of him that came out when the Yankees fans in right field were doing roll call the other night, calling his name, and he just like didn't acknowledge them. And then eventually, like, obviously, they're not going to stop until you acknowledge them. That's the whole point of doing it. So he just like didn't even look at him and just went like this with his glove. And it's like, dude, Hicks is over being here. I don't blame him. I don't want him here anymore. Like, this is not working out in any regard. Why is he still playing for this baseball team? Like, it's the most clear as day decision. Yeah, dude, at this point, just fucking cut him and bring somebody but, up from but AAA, he, but even he if that's can't, all you're dude. doing. Brian, it's Brian Cashman, bro. He has an ego where he's like, oh, I signed this guy to a fucking seven-year, $80 million deal. I'm going to look bad if I DFA him and send him down because I have to admit it was my mistake to do so. He can't do that, bro. That's his problem. He does that with every fucking player. He has Aaron Hicks, like... Anybody he has made like a bad signing for, uh, Josh Donaldson is making $27 million a year as a 37 year old who's not even, uh, that's another one. He's been hurt all year. $37 million a year for him, for Josh Donaldson, bro. And he won't like not play him because he's like, oh, I'm spending $25 million a year on this guy that I didn't need. The only reason I have him is because I wanted to get rid of Gary Sanchez. So I traded him. And Gio Urshela, who's a very fine, serviceable third baseman, was not the issue on the Yankees team at all. Was actually very good. Dude, he's won the gold glove, like, multiple times. And uh, he's like, let me trade Gio Urshela and Gary Sanchez for IKF and Josh Donaldson. That might be the worst trade in Yankees history, if I'm being honest, dude. That might be. It really might be. And he's just like, this is a championship caliber team. No, it's not, dude. 
We can't stay healthy and we can't win baseball games. We're, since June 24th of last year, we're two games over 500. That's not a bad stretch. That's just a bad baseball team. Like at this point, that's just a bad baseball team, dude. That's like 120 games. Yeah, that's almost a year. I mean, that's two thirds of a season. Like we went on a crazy start last year, and since like literally right before the All Star break, since then we have been just barely getting by, two games over 500. And in the AL East, that's not going to get you anywhere, dude. The only reason we no. won the AL East last year is because of that great start we had. It allowed us to slip up and still have that giant lead. Yeah, you guys are right around 500 right now. But at least you guys are a game above 500. The Phillies, the, this is what the Phillies do. They win a game, then they win a game, then they win a game. and then, Or they win like a couple series back-to-back. And then you're like, cool, cool, cool. We're back to 500. Like We're going to keep these winning ways going. And then they get swept by the Dodgers. Or they get swept by the Reds. Or, you know, maybe the Yankees. Or the could be the Mets. It doesn't really matter. But they'll get swept by somebody. And then you're like... Oh, nice. Now we're back to three, four games under 500 after we, you know, kind of got back. Just to climbed our way back place. out. That's like the black hole of baseball, too, dude. Like, I'd almost rather know that my team's not going to win. Like, my team's going to win 60 games and be out of it early on instead of then I can, my time. I can stop watching. Right. Like, I didn't dude. watch the Flyers this year, like, for the back half of the season because they were very bad. They were bad the whole season. But once they were, I was like, oh, yeah, there's no fucking way these guys are turning it around. I was like, I'm, I'm not worried about this. and I'm not going to watch it. And I'm going to wa- spend my time. I'm going to waste it some other way. I would, I would, uh, like, I would still watch, but I would know in my head, like, I wouldn't have expectations of this team's going to be in the playoffs. We have a chance, like, our window's open. I would still watch just to watch, like, the young kids and see how they develop and, like, you know, just yeah, for, like, the different. camaraderie of, like, having. Yeah, I mean, I've I've watched any. Like, I don't, we, dude. We were losing fifteen to four the other night, and I was watching the game still. Maggie comes up, she's like, "You're still watching this?" I was like, "Yeah, dude. I torture myself. Okay, I don't know why I do it, but I do it. I do it." IKF was pitching. Why am I still watching this game? Was he really? <laughs> yeah, bro. Yo, the ultimate fucking uh, Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Hey, I mean, he went one innings pitch, no hits, no earned runs, bro. Give him the Cy Young now. I would. He's definitely you in the see running. something dope? Yeah. So I got this raw lighter. Oh, yeah. And if you – so there's this piece right here that you, like, spin, and that's how you light it, right? Yeah. And it pulls out. You pull it out, and it's a fucking oh, poker. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shane used to have one of those. <clears throat> that's so dope, dude. And <laughs> – they have fucking things on the back. You can refilm like a Zippo. Oh, that's cool. Where you put like yeah, the gas it just in. takes butane in it. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Where'd you get? You did you this... like order that, or was you just fucking no, stumble I got this upon from, it? I got this from Lex's dad in a pack, in that pack with the tray. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, they gave me like two of them. I always liked using the little scraper that like came with your grinder. Yeah, and, like when you were with the Keef, you'd like get it all like scraped out and cleaned out, dude. That was always I'm like get a. a... I think I want to get a guitar pick because the, I have like a paper, like mine's like a paper triangle and it's just really not doing the job for me. Oh, you got dude, the plastic ones that build up like the gunk on the bottom of them after a while work the best. Cause then you can just sweep it across and it like everything just sticks to it. Mm. You get in there with the edge and just, I oh, used those to sit ones, there and like, like carve mini, my shit like, out. Like shovels. shovels. Kind of. Yeah. 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 I mean, I got hella keep these days. Not I just be sprinkling so I it just here, got... sprinkling it there. Dude, I, uh, I don't know. Leave. 
Okay. I don't know why. <laughs> Here's a Keith there, a leaf everywhere, a Keith leaf. <laughs> Old Mick Keith man had, had a farm. A, had a can of farm. <laughs> Keefi, Keefi, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I don't know why that just made me think of this, but I found this TikTok page where this girl just makes like animations like shitty cartoons over like people getting pulled over by cops or like nine one one calls. And they're usually just like drunk idiots like DUIs where it's like this people person's like blacked out drunk and they're just like it's just a conversation of them and the cop and it's like funny, but she animates it to where it's like the person's like a random bird or like that or like the cop is just like a horse but like in a cop like a cop costume it's dude mm-hmm. it's so funny so i heard this one the other night or i watched this one and it was this 911 call of this homeless man claiming to be named jesus christ and he was calling on himself like he was calling the cops on himself because he was hungry and he broke into a uh, pizza hut and just like ate a pizza because he was really hungry and he was like the cop on the other line the 911 operator was like what's your name and he was like jesus okay jesus what's your last name christ <laughs> and he was like so you broke in the window or you broke down the door? He's like, yeah, I broke through the window. He's like, of the pizza? He's like, yeah. He's like, why? To eat a pizza? He was like, yeah. And I had a Mountain Dew. <laughs> 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 he was like, okay, uh, do you have any weapons on you? And he was like, no, nah, I'm not violent. I'm Jesus Christ. I'm from heaven. <laughs> 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 just some homeless dude probably cracked out of his mind just claiming to be Jesus and broke into a pizza to have a Mountain Dew and a pizza. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'll have to send it to you, dude. It was so funny. But I got stuck for like 40 minutes just scrolling through all these like videos, like these 35 second, 40 second videos of like these interactions just animated as fucking random animals. It's like no, I had a mountain dude. I'm not violent, dude. I'm Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm Jesus I came Christ. down from heaven. It's like, what's your name? Jesus. All right, Jesus. What's your last name? Christ. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... All right, we're going to do a sprint to the finish here. All right. NFL draft. We'll start with the Eagles. They trade up from 10 to 9 to snag Jalen Carter, certified stud defensive tackle from Georgia. And then with the 30 pick, they take Nolan Smith, certified stud linebacker Georgia. Um, rest of the draft, they go Tyler Steen, uh, offensive lineman from Bama. I think he's a tackle. Sydney Brown, safety from Illinois. I like that. Maybe like a CJ, GJ replacement like down the line um, or maybe right away. Um, Keely Ringo, a cornerback from Georgia. Keely That's, Ringo. I mean, from Georgia, he's 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 a tested corner. Um, yeah. And you let him develop behind Slay and Bradbury for three years anyway. Maybe he plays a little bit of slot. I mean, but Maddox is there. But maybe Maddox moves to safety and you play him at slot. Um we drafted a corner or a quarterback, Tanner McKee. I don't even know where he's from. Um, and then a defensive tackle, Moro Ohomo. Ohomo. Or maybe it's Ojomo. It's O J O M O. Moro Ojomo. Ojomo. Oyomo. Oyomo. Moro Ojomo. <laughs> why, why do I make him Chinese <laughs> <laughs> or Asian? <laughs> it seems pretty fucked up. Um, maybe it's Ohomo. I don't know. From Texas. Oh, hook them horns. Um, And also the Eagles get DeAndre Swift. They traded for him. Um, So they did a seventh round pick swap. And then they gave it, they gave them a fourth in 2025. But the Eagles will get a compensatory pick. If DeAndre Swift doesn't play for them. The season after this one coming up. 
Oh, I thought it was like uh, he had to like play in a certain amount of games this year. It might be that. No, I think it's if, I think it's if he doesn't come back next year. And it's not that's, that's like a compensatory pick if he walks as a free agent, and and it's not like compensation from, um, the where is he coming from the Lions? It's not from yeah. them. It's like with the NFL. Like if he walks, the NFL will give him a compensatory pick. Oh. But he's only one point. Do they do that for like most trades? The NFL. Um, I believe so. If people are on like expiring contracts. Um, I'm not sure the specifics of it all, but I know those exist. And the language from Shefty's tweet made it seem like that was it. It was one of those. Mm -hmm. Um. And. His cap hit is only going to be one point seven seven million next year. Damn, dude! Imagine uh, getting drafted as a quarterback to the Eagles like a few days after Jalen Hurts gets like a gets a five year two hundred fifty million dollar extension yeah. on top right. of the last year left on his rookie deal. Yeah, cool. So I'm I'm backup QB for the next five years. <laughs> All right, Keep this thing loose for you. <laughs> Uncle Rico over here. <laughs> Just throw this football over the mountains. <laughs> uh, and then running backs in the draft. Bijan goes to Atlanta. Mayo fucked me. I'd offered him the 202 for Algier. I saw that, dude. I and then as that. soon as fucking Bijan got drafted, he was like, except. And I was like, wow, bro. Wow. You know he was sitting on that, too. No Mayo, dude. And you, I know he's listening, too. I bet he's laughing his ass off right Did now. Did me so dirty, bro. It is what it is. Good play by him. I got to start sending. You can send, like, exploding trades that will, like, expire in a day. You know what I mean? I got to start doing that. I didn't that. know that. Like, yeah, you can yeah, do that you on just Super. send trades and then forget about them. And then they sit there and you forget about them. And they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, so I got to do that. Um, And then, so he'll be fine there. I don't know how Algier is going to work. I think they'll just have them both play together. I'm not sure. Well, they have Arthur Smith, so Bijan's probably going to be the guy. But if something happens to him, then they do have Algier. Because yeah. Arthur Smith's coming from, like, he was the guy at Tennessee and, like, Derrick Henry was the man. Like, that's the kind of system that he runs, like a one-down, like, stud back. Right. Makes sense they got him, honestly. Do you think Derrick Henry's gonna end up anywhere else? Um, maybe. He's been like in so. trade talks recently, hasn't he? Yeah, I think so. Um I think it'd be smart to trade him. He's got a few good years left. Like he's I think he's like got like this year I think he's gonna be good, and I think there's a possibility next year he's good, and after that, probably not. Yeah. But I think he- definitely one more, if not two more years, he's gonna be good. What about Zeke? You think he lands anywhere? He'll land somewhere, dude. He might land back with Dallas on a fucking cheap-ass deal. Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't really get anything off... Do you imagine if the Bengals traded for Derrick Henry? No. Dude, that'd be the fucking AFC championship game every year for the next three years would be Bengals and fucking Chiefs. And they wouldn't even have to use him that much. I know. That'd be like, scary. yeah, we're going to have an air raid offense, but when we run the ball, it's going to be with Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. <laughs> hey, maybe that's what he needs, dude, because like, he's been yeah. getting like 20 fucking carries a game in Tennessee, and that's dude, probably like he's been hitting that 350 him. carry mark a year like consecutively, and that's like detrimental to quarterbacks. Or running yeah. backs, sorry. 
Like that number. Is like, <laughs> Could you imagine? Like David Johnson, the year before he got hurt, he had like over three fifty. And I set Nick Forlenza had the number one pick number in the, one pick. our fantasy draft the next year. And he, I was like, dude, I wouldn't take him. He's gonna get hurt. And Nick was like, "Fuck you! I'm not listening to you. You want to take him?" So he took him first overall, and then he got hurt. And I was like, "I tried. I tried to <laughs> warn you, and I told you why. I didn't even want him if he if you didn't take him." Yeah, I remember that was the year we drafted like at uh, in Kiskadi, right? Kis- no, oh, it was no, in no, Quail? no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't even remember the draft in Quail. Yeah, it was in Quail. When 100% John- it was in Quail. When he was a Cardinal, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah that was my senior year. Yeah, 100% because I read that fact in a magazine that I snagged in the New Orleans airport coming home from my fraternity thing that <laughs> Of course <August>. you did. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm about to be bored here. Let me just, I'll just snag this fantasy magazine and like do a little research. And- I didn't realize I was sitting in the dark for so long. God damn. Hello, darkness, my old my friend. old friend. Yeah, and then the year before that, we did it at our crib in Beaver, my crib in Beaver. I remember the Beaver one. I remember the Kiskadee one. I don't really remember the Quail. Where did we hang up the draft board in Quail? Was it right next to the door? No, we hung it up where the second couch was, like that where Jordan's. Oh, was. right, right, right. Yeah, Waldo yeah, we and Jordan's room. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we had it there, and that's how we did it. It was, it was pretty perfect. I don't even remember doing one in Kiskadee. Yeah, we, I think that was like our first one, like before. I think it was before Beaver, the year before Beaver Creek. Did we do? Did we? Yeah, we. For I didn't sure think did. we had a league in that that year. Yeah, we did it on ESPN for a few years, and it was like the first year we had the ESPN league with everyone. We did it at Jerry's yeah. house. Really? Yeah, because I think I wasn't Nick wasn't Nick the commissioner at first? I think he was. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure we did it at his and Journey's house. Like, cause didn't they live together in Kiskadi? I think so. And then it was Beaver and then Quail. Damn, I've dude, it does it's so crazy that it, it does not feel like we've had this league for that long, but it's been like seven years. Yeah, it's been a minute. In a minute, I'm gonna need a drop the real fucking quarterback. Yeah. Um Jameer Gibbs goes to Detroit, joins David Montgomery. They trade away David uh DeAndre Swift. He's he's good. And he's like fast. He's like small and fast, where, you know, Montgomery's a little more of a bruiser, so I think they'll be a good complement to each other. Nice little one two punch. Yep. Kendra Miller to New Orleans, so he'll probably have a good role kind of right off the bat because Kamara's probably going to get suspended once his legal shit gets sorted out. Mm-hmm. And then Zach Charbonnet to Seattle, that sucks because he was a lot of people like him and they have Kenneth Walker. So it's like, fuck, you're going somewhere with a great young running back who was a rookie last year. Yeah, I, I feel like have a any- bunch of teams did that this year, dude. Yeah, booty cheeks, terrible. And then when you get into wide receivers, Jackson Smith and Jigba, the number one wide receiver, also gets drafted to your sa- to Seattle. And like, dude, they got DK and Lockett. Yeah, but I think Tyler Lockett's more like closer to on his way out. Yeah, I agree. And now you're like, we're now we got two stud wide receivers for a while with DK and JSN. 
I wouldn't be surprised if DK gets like pissed off at Seattle and like leaves in a, a year or two. Unless they just signed him, but I don't think they did, right? I don't know. I don't, I don't think they gave him an extension. He's a stud. Yeah, dude, could you imagine if we had DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, and Devonta Smith as like our one, two, and you three? You could never like, afford that. <laughs> no, but I mean, if you draft right, maybe, and like trade at the right time, you could for like a year or two, but. You, not no. now. Not now you couldn't. Because A.J. Brown's already on an elite contract, and Devonta Smith's only got like a couple years left on his on his rookie deal, and then he's got to get signed. And DK, yeah, I think, got even... I feel like DK's got to be close to getting a contract, right? He's been he in is. the league a few years. Yeah, because he's a, I think he came in the year before Devonta, so he's got he's probably got one year left, right? Devonta's already had two seasons. Last year was his sophomore year. Yeah. Um, so DK has had three and your rookie deals are normally four. So this would be his last year on his rookie deal. Unless it comes, becomes with a fifth year option to extend. Some come with a fifth year option. So, Imagine those three know. and then Derek Henry and Jalen Hurts. Whoa, Derek Deon- Henry on the team. <laughs> DeAndre Swift is our backup. <laughs> come on, dude. Let's just turn like four trades on like we do in Madden. Fourth, yeah. <laughs> I used um, to do that shit all the time, bro. Just have like the most dude, I know. unreal team. I got a nice squad. So I did a dynasty draft, right? And In Madden? Yeah. And for like a franchise, right? Like like you started with like a like a draft, the whole league. My team's nice because I got mad old heads. But like for the past like first like four ish years, like it don't matter. Because right. like they're not that like they can still play for, and it's just Madden and they get yeah. they literally get better throughout the season like they'll, so they'll progress throughout the season because like they'll play well and they'll get better and then like you'll advance the season and then the next season their stats will drop and then they'll get better throughout the season and then their stats right. will drop um so like every year they're a little bit worse than the year before but they're still studs so I would just have like all these old heads on my team like thirty five year old linemen like offensive <laughs> linemen like the entire O line yeah, the best the best line running. in the league yeah that's the way to do it because like I mean I'm not gonna do fucking ten years of a team of a right. franchise right so like it's I'm not gonna, gonna do matter. two three max yeah. I did a bunch and, with this because I never got a new Madden after Madden 21. And, like, I'll go through spurts where I'll, like, I'll fuck around with Madden a lot. And then I'll play. I'll just play the franchise at this point. I'm pretty sure 23 right now is on Game Pass. You should download it. I think I do have it downloaded. Ooh, maybe I'll download it. I love that with Game Pass. If you download something, then I can download it for free. Cause oh, you sure. can't just, like, go on Game Pass? Since I have Game Pass, you can't just, like, go on it and download whatever you want? Maybe. I don't know. You should check but everything, next time you're on. But like, but like with MLB, it was just like, yeah, I, uh, oh, maybe I could just sign in as you go on game pass, download whatever I want. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe I could do that. They usually got some good stuff on there. I know, uh, like a lot of EA, like FIFA will probably be added like within a month or something. Like, cause we're probably like, what, we're four months out from August. No, not even June, July. We're three months out from August. So like Madden 23 comes out or Madden 24 comes out in August. So you get three months of Madden 23 basically for no, not for free because you you pay for game pass, but right. It's, I think it's like 10 bucks or 15 bucks a month for game pass. And it's just like, you have like a giant library of games that you can just play for free or download for free whenever you want. So it's definitely worth it, but 
It is because you play a lot of games. But, I mean, and the games are expensive, right? Like, But if you think about it, it's probably 15 a month. But let's say it's 10. That's 120 in a year. That's two games. That's two games. And you get probably like 100 and more than 100 yeah, games you, to play. But you don't get them all when they come out, do you? Some of them you do. Like MLB, I did. Right. But like FIFA, you don't. FIFA, I don't. What about Chell? I think Chell 23 is on there now. May I may actually, I don't know. I'd have to look. But there's there's like surprisingly a lot of new games on there. It's not like, you know, when the new Harry Potter came out, it wasn't like, oh, it's on Game Pass because, you know, they got to make their money. And also, I think right. it depends on like uh, some sort of like partnerships or agreements that some yeah. game studios have with Microsoft where it's like yeah. like MLB was a PlayStation Studios game for the longest time. But Xbox was like, yo, we'll throw your game on our Game Pass when it's free for people who have Game Pass and just get you a bunch more fucking people playing your game. Right, because they won't have to pay for it. They're paying for Game Pass. Right. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have it if I had to pay for it. Yeah, I've, I mean, it's been, what, three years since it came over to Xbox? I haven't paid for the last three. It's been pretty nice. That's dope. I played a lot, so getting my money's worth. Yeah, not bad. I mean, economically, you're killing it, dude, with game. <laughs> I'm an economical gamer, dude. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Uh, dude, Fortnite just, uh, so, like, tomorrow's Star Wars Day, right? And it's, like, May is considered, like, Star Wars Month. Right. So Fortnite did their new season just dropped and they just did like a whole Star Wars version of Fortnite, dude. You can do like you can play as like Anakin and Clone Troopers and Obi-Wan and Darth Vader, all these skins. You got lightsabers in the game. There's like you can use like the force and stuff instead of guns. Like I'm like, damn, dude, like I haven't played Fortnite in a minute, but they might be reeling me back. They might be getting your ass. Yeah, I think they are, bro, because I was watching videos of it on Instagram, like on my lunch break today. and I was like, damn. I've I'm not really about the Fortnite life anymore, but this looks fucking awesome. Yeah, they're pulling my. I won't be here. on Fortnite. <laughs> they got all these crazy like anime crossovers, and now it's like all this Fortnite or Star Wars stuff. And I'm like, oh man, dude. Yeah, I won't be on there with you, but uh, I mean, I wish you all the best in your endeavors. That might be the game I've played the most in my life, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Unless you just were like COD. Yeah. But like COD overall, CODs. but like individual CODs, my most played was probably the OG MW2. But also I played a lot of like Black Ops 2 and Black Ops 3 and like game battles and stuff too, so I don't but know. But also you probably played like you did those for like a year and then a new COD came out. Yeah. Fortnite's and been Fortnite, out for like eight you years, have, dude. You have played like like that, like for eight that, years. like much. Maybe not entirely for eight years. Not but entirely, like, but it's for, probably but like, like for, five or six. And for like big chunks of them, like you played a lot of Fortnite. So it was like, dude, from the moment yeah. we lived on Quail, like Fortnite came out like a month after we moved into Quail. From then until like maybe a year ago when I stopped playing Fortnite, and I was that was like the other than when I play sports games, like. That's the only game I was playing, dude. I would hop on Mean Journey and like Doobie and Jordan or Waldo. Like, there's just always like a squad online to play with. Just hop on yeah. and play Fortnite. That's good shit. It's a lot of Fortnite. Yeah. 
it's a lot of Fort busy and it kind of sucks because like Fortnite changes so much so it's like you fall in love with like a certain season or map or way the game's played and then you're like two months later it's like fuck now nah, i'm not gonna play for three months because fuck the season yeah yeah that's fair because like don't they like change they like nerf guns and stuff in new season they vault guns they vault weapons they nerf shit they change the map like they add stuff that's just like not enjoyable and and you're like well sometimes it hits like sometimes it's like really fun and then sometimes it's star wars yeah sometimes it's star wars other times it's spider-man and then other times you get like the season 10 of uh chapter one dude like probably like two or three years ago was they released like these transformer type looking things called mechs and it was just a giant robot suit you got in and it was like anytime you like came upon one on the map like anytime somebody had one it was like an instant win for them like it was like ten thousand health and like just instant kills and it was just like dude this is so dumb like this isn't fortnite yeah and they just do I don't stupid want this shit fucking like that robot guy to come and beat me right this is a battle royale why am i why am i fighting optimus prime with a fucking shotgun right now bro? <laughs> optimus prime with a shotgun yeah that's basically what it was i like that it wasn't fun it wasn't even fun to like get in the mech and then win that way because it's just like all right dude like I'm just like blasting. <laughs> yeah, I'm just blasting seven missiles a second at this guy, and he's just dying instantly. And I'm like, oh yeah, fuck with me, dude. I have the suit, and you don't. It's not that I. Hey, I take you. it, man. That's how they help out bums like me. <laughs> That's what it was too. It was like they're trying to cater to the casual player. That was the whole reason, like behind it. For sure. And everybody that was super into Fortnite were like, "Fuck this, dude! I can't sweat on these things." Yeah. I don't know. You're not gonna find me on Fortnite. I'm just I'm booty at the game, and that's it. If that's you weren't if you weren't like addicted to it years ago when it first came out, like at this point you're not you're probably never gonna be into it or good at it. Like it's so hard to like pick up Fortnite for the first time now or like after you've like really ever played it and like try and get good at it because it's just dude they have they have 15 million followers on Twitter. Like that game is like planet like worldwide fucking phenom for the longest time. Like the biggest yeah, game of true. all time, it's crazy. Yeah, that's that's crazy to think about. Isn't that wild? Remember when we first played it? We're like, yeah, this game's dope, and then it just became like this giant, like mammoth fucking corporation of a game. Probably makes billions of dollars now. Yeah, dude, they make so much money hand so over fist with people buying skins money, and dude. stuff like that. And dude, it's a brilliant idea. Like that's the, the best fucking brilliant. video game business model. Make yeah. the game free, and then you know make you know purchasable things inside the game and like but like not even just purchasable purchasable stuff like the fact that like fortnite's purchasable stuff is like collecting it's like the same as collecting items dude because there are skins yeah. that come through the fortnite that are yes yeah. and are like rare. dude but that's like kind of the same thing as like fifa where it's like they don't they'll do like team of the season jerseys right and like only like those kits are like from specific or you get like certain kits for like winning tournaments and stuff like that you know what I mean? And they only have certain, like, special kits available for, like, a week or two at a time. It's kind of like that, but it's, you yeah, get a but new it's, FIFA every year, so I was going to say, dude, but what all if your FIFA, What if Ultimate Team just kept going forever? What if FIFA just kept going forever? I feel like you would... There's not enough, like, player... Like, you would run out of, like, cards to be like, ooh, like, I'm getting the special card for my FIFA. Like, it would be cool if you had, like, cosmetics for that, like, right? Like, you could have, like, jerseys from old FIFA like transfer over to your ultimate team but like if your team like your actual team transferred over well actually i don't know it would be kind of cool to use like a ronaldinho card from like fifa 14 and like today's new fifa without having to like try and get his like legend card you know what i mean 
Yeah. They should just keep the database of players they've had in any FIFA and let like ultimate or team. Or like, what if they did this? What if they did, we're going to keep cards for like two or three years, right? And then they'll expire. Or maybe you do cool. do it forever. That would be cool. Yeah, I feel like at that point, you might like, as well you know, just but, keep you them know, up forever. Like, dude, yeah, guess, like, dude just, how cool it would it be? too big. Like how the cool would it be though? Maybe it would just be too uh, nah, big. bro, it would be fine. I mean, it'd be fine. And, it's the but same here's thing the thing: Fortnite. everybody would have like full ninety-nine overalls across the board because they wouldn't fucking mean anything. I mean, that's what MLB is. And also, that's I just true. think it. I think it would be cool to be like playing FIFA twenty-three, right? Like Ultimate Team head-to-head, and you like match up with the kid, and he's like his center. Her center mid is like FIFA fifteen Ronaldinho, or like or like FIFA, or like their FIFA, striker is like FIFA ten Drogba. Yeah, or like Neymar before he was on Barcelona, like when he was still playing for Santos, like when he was like yeah. super crazy nice in like FIFA 13 or FIFA yeah, 12. Yeah, yeah. That would be so cool, dude. Or but like even like Robinho like, or people like does, that, that. Does the game evolve? Maybe you can just update those older cards because like the game itself has probably evolved so much from those older FIFAs. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure but you, it does. but, but if that's possible, you can just update the older cards. You wouldn't even need to update the cards. Just have the cards play to the software, like the way Fortnite does it. Like, you don't have to update skins every time they change the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I feel like it's like e- that's easier to the way, apply. The waste, yeah. Like, a because skin you'd is have just the way like somebody looks. Something looks. But, uh, right. but their card and their attributes is like, and like, like their card dictates how they play and like how good they are and how good their play style and like their play style and stuff like that. And that so like, changes like in different types of like right, in different features. Right. If yeah. there's like big updates to the way the game works or like new like like new additions to like like you know, let's say like there used to not be a finesse shot, right? But now there is. Now you have to kind of factor that in and then like update a card to give them a finesse shot. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd probably be a lot after like 10 years too. Right, because then if you have an update like if you have an, you know, yeah, you have a database of 20 years worth of cards and then, you know, you make like an update to the way the game works or some shit, the way the players kind of like play, then you have to go back and retrospectively update all those cards. But, yeah. you know, you keep it at expire, let them expire after two or three years. Then it's like, OK, the cards are going to be relatively like recent to like the way that the game operates and stuff like that it'll keep everything like pretty relevant and will it's enough time where you can like still use a card for a few years before you have to like get rid of it and upgrade it yeah because i know they changed like the they changed the uh what's it called like the way like the software engine the gaming engine like every few years like remember when frostbite engine came out for fifa and that was like their whole shtick was like yeah now on frostbite yeah that'd probably like be super hard to transfer over like if you're doing stuff like that especially <clears throat> with new consoles and new like tech that's coming out yeah well now it's going to be eafc i'm really interested to see how that all shakes out yeah it'll be i'm sure the game will be the same and just not going to have any of the licensing stuff yeah it's going to be weird yeah but I mean, I'll probably just play more Ultimate Team. True. I, I, yeah. I mean, I play Seasons, but that's about it. Like other than Ultimate Team, but even team, then, I don't, will I don't... they be able to like use the players and stuff? Oh, you know I what? Don't know. So this is what happened. Um, they used to go to FIFA, and they would get they would get like get an agreement with FIFA, like, hey, we're gonna have rights to all your players and stuff like that, and all your name and image and likeness, and now they said fuck fifa we're gonna go straight to the clubs and i think they went straight to the clubs and like 
I think that has something to do with it. Instead of going through FIFA, they're like, all right, we're just going to undercut you guys, get, get agreements with every individual club. That I mean, that makes sense because that's why it's not called, they're just changing the name from FIFA to EAFC. Like, they're still going to have the yeah. teams and players' names, like, like marketability and stuff yeah. like that. They that makes a lot of the sense. the Champions League, though, and, like, that kind of stuff. Well, that's UEFA, isn't it? But that's part of FIFA. That's UEFA is like the European portion of FIFA. Portion of FIFA. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Because it's like the UEFA Euro Euro Cup. You know what I mean? Right. And then the FIFA right. World Cup, and then Concacaf is just like a piece of FIFA. Yeah. I mean, who they cares? I never I never played Champions, Champions League, League in FIFA. I didn't play any. I did Champions a manager League mode. I started anyway. a new MLS team. I, I did manager mode. I'm a new MLS team expansion squad. They're nice. The boys are nice. No Concacaf Champions League. No CONCACAF, and I was like, oh, I thought I would be able to do, like, like they have that now, I thought I'd be able to do that, or at least, like, work up to qualify for it, but it'll it'll say, like, do you want to do, like, the cups or whatever, like, turn cup play on or some shit like that. I wish you could do, what like, fantasy you... drafts in FIFA. That'd be cool. That would be cool. There's a lot of good players. That's the thing. If you could just do, like, um, all right, we're going to start, like, a eight-man league, right? And it's like us and our boys. Like a ten-man league, like us and our boys. But we're going to do a fantasy draft. That would be dope. And you just get just to pick the like, pool of from like everybody. Champions League players or something. Just use the pool of all the players in the game. Yeah, that would be pretty sick. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. We did that for uh, basketball once. Like NBA back in the day in high school, we like all drafted like our own team. Um, and then, yeah, started like a tournament. That's sick. I, didn't we do that for – we tried that in MLB like one year. Didn't, or no, that was a different thing where we just picked teams and we like tried set to a league. Just be, yeah, play a league. That lasted for, what, four days? Maybe two weeks. <laughs> but then again, maybe not. Maybe you can do that. Just like a custom tournament and turn a draft on on FIFA. I feel like I've – I feel like there's no draft option. I know you can do a tournament, but you, I don't think yeah. you can draft players. Sucks. That would be so dope. That would be so fun. Um, Jordan Addison to the Vikings. He's like the number two wide receiver off the board. Not bad. Replace Adam Thielen, dude. You got him, uh, yeah. Justin Jefferson, and you know Hawkinson. I forget that Hawkinson's there now too. Yeah, yeah. Kirk Cousins might be solid. He might be a good little yeah, streamer we'll if you see. don't get anybody. Yeah. Like pick the right matchup. You know, there's gonna be days where Kirk Cousins has a good day, and he's gonna say, right. "You like that?" Not on prime time uh, though. Nah. And then Quentin Johnson to the Chargers, which I thought was interesting. I mean, Mike Williams is always hurt. It seems like Keenan Allen's getting kind of old. He's going to be 31 this year. Um, they got Mike Williams, too, now. Yeah. Two of them? Yeah, I mean, they're basically the same, like, they're basically the same yeah. player. Same build. Size-wise. Um, and then Eckler, he's probably going to be back. So it'll be good. I think Herbert's going to have a good year. Yeah, I think he had a little bit of a down year, but I think he's going to bounce back. He did back have a down Chargers year, but it was, just, it was just touchdowns. His yardage was still good. So, like, I yeah. think touchdowns aren't, like, a very sticky stat. They're very, Like, they fluctuate a lot. So, I think, you know, bounce right back this year. Yeah. Um, And then Zay Flowers to Baltimore. So, they get some help for Lamar. They got him with Bateman. OBJ. And Andrews, OBJ, Isaiah Likely. Apparently, Antonio Brown's going there, too. Yeah, that'll, I'll, that'll last. Two weeks, maybe. Yeah. And then quarterbacks, Bryce Young goes to Carolina, number one overall, with fucking Frankie Reich, the boy. Um, right. CJ Stroud goes to Houston, number two overall. 
Anthony Richardson goes to Indy, and Will Levis goes to Tennessee. Any of those tickling your fancy? Uh, mm. Mike Vrabel said that he told the quarterbacks, like, Tannehill's a starter, Malik Willis is the number two, and Levis is the number three as of today, and you guys are going to determine what happens. How, what happens after that. Yeah, um, I mean, I think it'd be kind of bold to not have like have it that way. Like, if you were like, yeah. this is a quarterback competition, it's like, well, Malik Willis. And he wasn't really even a first-round pick, dude. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you're not going to be like, just oh, because yeah, we, we, were projected we drafted first, Will Levis you know I and mean? we drafted Will Levis in the second round, so now he's going to start. Like, yeah, nah. no. Um, and Tannehill was fine last year, bro. Like, yeah, he definitely wasn't the issue of that team, right? Um, Anthony Richardson goes to Indy. I think that's going to be interesting. I think the Colts are just a shit show, dude. I don't I even know what to expect too. from them. I don't know if he's going to be any good for the NFL, but I think he'll be good for fantasy because he's going to run the ball a lot. He's going to score yeah. touchdowns. But I don't know if he's going to be good throwing the ball. And I don't know if Michael Pittman's going to be any good receiving Catching balls the ball. from him. <laughs> no. And yeah, then, like, I'm what not... does that do to Jonathan Taylor? I'm staying away from out, probably out on everybody on the Colts. Yeah, Don't want a Colt on, on my team. They're not nope. going to be good this year. Good players don't usually come from bad teams. I'm out. Right. And for that yeah. reason, I'm out. I'm out. Um, Dalton Kincaid to Buffalo at tight end, which is interesting for Dawson Knox. And then Michael Meyer goes to Vegas um, at tight end. Those are the only... <laughs> you know. Is that a new movie coming out? Michael Myers goes Michael to Vegas. Myers. <laughs> Michael Myers goes to Vegas. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> that sounds like a Medea movie. Um... Soccer, <clears throat> Man City beat Arsenal. They beat West Ham today three nil. I think they're sitting at the they're sitting at the top of the table right now, and I think they have a game in hand as well. I believe they do too because Arsenal beat Chelsea three one yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So City's up a point with a game in hand. Arsenal have four games remaining. Dude, it's going to be coming down to the wire. It is, dude. And I One think City are going to drop season. some points, and I don't know when. And I don't. Arsenal are nice, dude. That goal by Odegaard was. Oh, filthy. yeah, dude. Ooh. Um, yeah. Liverpool are in fifth. They're just trying to get some Europa League ball. Try, trying to get some Champions League ball. Are they not? Are they out of a chance at fourth or no? Probably, so they're four points back of Man U, but who's in fourth? But Man U have two games in hand over Liverpool, and they're okay. six points back of Newcastle, who are in third, who have a game in hand. So like they yeah, are, so. they're back multiple games with games in hand for the other teams. Yeah, they're probably like you're four back it. from Man U. That's a win and a and a draw at least. Yeah, that's tough. That's going to be tough. Yeah, Liverpool, no Champions League ball. Let's see who's getting relegated. Everton are in 19th, might get relegated. Everybody at the bottom has 34 played, too. Give me the chaos. I'm here for it. Yeah. Dude, it it is chaos. So 16, 17, and 18 all have 30 points. And then Everton in 19th have 29. With four games to go. With four left? Yeah, yeah dude, so two me, out of those four are going to get rele- relegated. Southampton, 
24 points, probably getting relegated. That's tough. I feel like they've been around for a while, Southampton, in the Premier League at least. I don't know. I feel like they recently got promoted. They were they were around when I when it was like Joel Joel Lescott and fucking Vincent Company and Pellegrini yeah, like for twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah. And then they left, and now now they're back, and now they might be leaving again. Back again, like I never left. But yeah, so it's Leicester, Leeds, Nottingham Forest. They all have thirty. I would hate to see Leeds get fucking relegated after they took in all those Americans. Yeah. And then they'd be playing in the fucking championship. Championship. <clears throat> Terrible. Um, Champions League semifinal start next week. City, Real, Inter, and AC. I'm ready for that. Yeah, it's going to be fun. City and Real are Tuesday. Tuesday at three? I guess so. Yeah, that sounds right. Three sounds good. Um, NHL. Absolute madness on the ice. Chaos. Yes, I'm here for it, dude. Did you watch the Bruins series? No, I I was I don't think I was home for Game Seven for some reason, but Bruins I was following up, it on Twitter. Bruins were up three games to one. Panthers win two straight, tied up. They go to go to Boston, and. They scored with like 50-something seconds left to tie the game up, go into overtime, win it in overtime, win three in a row. It's the second, the the Bruins, best team ever. Most Nobody's ever had more points in a regular season. Nobody's ever had more wins in a regular season. Best regular season team of all time. Um, it's the second largest points difference in a playoffs upset in NHL history. Damn. Don't ask me who what the biggest one is. Yeah, I knew that I knew they were like the Bruins were like the best team like ever. And then they just go in there like the 73 and 9 Warriors and choke. Yep. That's crazy. I mean, at least the Warriors made it to the final. That's true too, yeah. They fucking they get, get bounced, bounced in, in the, the first, first round. round. Um, but the Kraken beat the Colorado Avalanche in seven games. The Kraken were a wild card, Avalanche the one seed and the defending champs. Uh, Dallas beat Minnesota four games to two. Vegas beat uh, Winnipeg four games to one, and Edmonton beat LA four games to two. But the, those were all like the higher seed one. And then Toronto is playing the Panthers now. They beat Tampa four games to two. Um, Florida beat them in game one, so they're already up one nothing. Carolina were, I think, the two seed in the East. They beat the Islanders four to two. And then, yeah, Devils, Rangers, 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 the the lower seed, go on the road, win the first two in New Jersey. You're like, all right, dude, two wins on the road. Let's go get them on the road. On the road to fucking. Jersey, yeah, though. dude. It's like what? Yeah, but still, hostile, like hostile ter- territory yeah. and like fans and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then the Devils go to MSG and win two, and then they came back to New Jersey, win one, and MSG for Game Six. The Rangers win to stay alive, and then the Devils kind of dicked on them. Uh, in Game Seven, it was like four nothing in Jersey. Damn, dude, playoff hockey's just got that electricity to it. I love playoff hockey, dude. The games are fucking tough. I was watching Maple Leafs Panthers the other day. Game one. 
And I just watched this dude lay this boy out. And I'm like, whoo. Where was that all? Dude, playoff <laughs> hockey is so much more physical. Everybody yeah. finishes their checks. Like, like in during the regular season, you might not, but like physicality and like opposing a role on a team is like a like a lot of like teams use that as a strategy, especially like now generally like sports are softer. Like, so if you're gonna be the one that's like that is like finishing your hits and like always sticking your nose in there, you know what I mean? Like right. you're gonna frustrate the other team and kind of mess up their their vibe. Yeah, it's fun, I mean, dude. It's fun dude, to watch. And there's nothing like seeing like an open ice hit in hockey. Like that's almost better than like a safety coming over the middle in football and laying someone out, dude. Like open ice because it's just like you go from your legs aren't moving because you're skating or like you know the, the the hits where they're like kind of like receiving a pass and then they turn into the hit. Yeah, just taken off, dude. Did you see the Ooh. one from the Devils Rangers game? No. I think it was Truba, the Rangers dude, just fucking laid this boy. I think maybe it was Meyer from the Devils. Um, dude, and he was like on the ground for a hot minute, and like they like helped him like sit up and stuff. And dude, he got his shit rocked. Oh, he man. went to the locker room and did not come back out. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm wrapping this yeah. up. I'm done. Well, I'm done, so boys. he like was he was skating through the neutral zone and into the offensive zone, and Truba came out of the off of the bench, so he didn't see him. Like he wasn't like you know in a defensive position. He was kind of coming right. from like the side, but like came around. It was a clean hit. And uh, Meyer, like, put his head down. So when he put his head down, like, he didn't even see him at all. Put his head down right into Truba's shoulder. So just, like, straight face to shoulder, oh. like, of an NHL hockey player laying you the fuck out. Oh, dude. Yeah. Your head is just ringing, bro. Yeah, dude. Your whole face got smushed. You're going to need a new nose because it's now fucking sitting out the back of your <laughs> <Pancaked>. head. <laughs> Pinocchio, reverse pinocchio Literally. You're gonna look like be looking like Voldemort head ass. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna get up off the ice cream in a vada cadavra. I wonder if we're gonna have any good hockey uh tonight. Who plays tonight? What day is today? Wednesday? Yeah. Hurricanes Devils game one is underway on ESPN right now. Right meow. Yeah. Golden Knights and Oilers game one is at 9.30. All right, so I'm going to – Dude, we've been at this thing for two hours and 13 minutes. It's probably the longest one yet, so let's get out of here. I'm going to go watch the Sixers, <laughs> hopefully get a dub. Probably not. I'm going to go watch a little bit of playoff hockey. I'm going to go hang out with my doggo. I'm going to uh, eat some dinner. I'm going to eat some dinner. That's first thing on my list, and then I'm going to go scream at Brian Cashman. Sounds good, dude. So let's get out of here. Everybody – I hope you've enjoyed our our rambling. We've sure enjoyed rambling for you. Tell somebody that you love them. Kiss your neighbor. Next week for more rambling. And slap your grandma. Smooches. (laughs) It's a song, dude. All the grandmas listening are going to be like, dude, those random roommate guys. Grandmas kisses.